Hey there, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you've tuned into this edition of Hypnosis Week Live. You can see other editions both in video and audio format at hypnosisweek.com. It's me, Alex William Smith, better known to many of you as Jonathan Royal Hypnotist, and this episode is actually already gone out on another podcast, namely Greg Bornstein's Open Loops Hypnosis and NLP podcast. You can find the link to his other podcast below this video or audio. Uh, but here you go. It's uh, This is episode 77 of the hypnosisweek.com uh, podcast. And in this you will hear Greg Bornstein grill me on everything you could possibly imagine. You'll also discover the real truth about what the world's greatest hypnotherapy NLP and related mind scientist training is. And you'll, uh, well... There's a challenge I throw down to all hypnotherapy, NLP and mind therapy trainers that none of them have had the balls, confidence, ability or talent to take up yet. Enjoy. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like this show has... Uh, it's about exploring alternative views on the things that people uh, even consider alternative or alternative um so yeah man i mean your your position on hypnosis has always been interesting to me um i'll definitely talk about that i'm definitely i'm kind of curious about the mind control stuff too and uh i have a magic background a lot of the stuff Ask that... anything you want simple as really beautiful yeah beautiful. anything i'll just go with it cool beautiful beautiful all right well i'm ready to roll into it if you are yeah cool perfect uh ladies and gentlemen today we have jonathan royal the magical guru hypnotist trainer of uh people in the various mind sciences i.e nlp uh various healing modalities i mean you you teach uh, hypnotherapy nlp stage hypnosis uh magic and mentalism I, you've done stage shows you've performed corporate you've uh done nasal gazing readings navel gazing readings uh, all sorts of things uh, first of all jonathan i i just want to really thank you thank you for coming on open loops hey it's cool thanks for uh asking me and um yeah fire away as they yeah say. No, no no subject is uh off bounds that's what i love about that's what i've always found fascinating about your work you are uh you, you you kind of play with contradictions a, a lot of the time like you have several courses that are like complete mind therapy and and nlp practitioner training and all this stuff but then once you watch one of your courses and i'm thinking of some of the hypnotherapy things that i've watched you very immediately are like by the way all of this is not real there is no such thing as hypnosis it's all placebo uh i'm curious about that like is that still is that still your theme? Is that after all these years, if somebody signs up for like an NLP training with you, mm. um, what are they? How much are you going to load them with like the placebo angle of things? As much as they need, because the simple fact is, any hypnosis NLP to better mind control, it doesn't matter what winky wanky name you give it, but anything yeah. to do with psychological mind talking therapies whether it's in the hypnotic realm psychotherapy realm whatever yeah any trainer who does not uh teach you 
and categorically tell you that 99.9% .9 recurring of the reason why it works when it does work, and that's the key, because there's nothing on this planet that works 100% of the time with 100% of the people. And anyone who claims that is full of BS. Simple as. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll quite happily give, I will give somebody a million dollars, no problem, if they allow me to take 100 random people with post-traumatic stress disorder and then use exactly their wonderful new age fucking week, excuse the language, winky -winky, <laughs> technique that they've come up with at the marketing yeah. on the 100 people and get 100% success with 100% of those people in a single session. Absolute, I'll show my ass on the town hall steps and I'll pay them a million dollars because it ain't going to happen. Has anyone promised that? Do you know anybody in the business that you're like, this person's completely full of crap and I've challenged them and they haven't uh, the vast majority, the, the fact is 99% of hypnotherapy, NLP, mind therapy trainers are full of crap. 99.9% .9 of them recurring, uh, because if you take the tens of thousands of trainers around the world and do the percentage figure I've on about, that would give you a handful that is in the realms of maybe 30, 40 trainers around the world who actually are what I would consider worth bothering to listen to. And the wow. key reasons being that the other tens of hundreds of thousands of them are full of shit. Because what they've done is they've done a course with somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about anyway, who is going to teach you that it's this technique, it's that technique, and delude you into thinking you've got some kind of special skill or ability. Um, don't get me wrong, you do have a special skill or ability as a, uh, a fully knowledgeable and um, correctly trained therapist. More so than the people who believe hypnosis, some special power, or this technique is going to activate a certain part of the brain. No, it's not. Simple fact is, when it works, which is not all the time for anyone, with, yeah. you know, but when it does work, it works 99.9% .9 of the element because of the placebo effect, um, which is not a negative like lots of people make it out to be. The simple fact is the majority of conventional medicine works because of placebo as well. So we'll push placebo aside for a second. The, 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 the other small section, but it's a massive section, is that the client has to be ready for change. Simple as that. If they are not ready for change, it doesn't matter how wonderful your miracle worky technique is, it ain't going to work. Simple. Mm. The client's got to be ready and committed for change because the truth of the fact is, and if this upsets anyone listening, I couldn't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, upset them. I because, want you to. Because, because if you are upset by it, it means that you're one of two things. You're either a wanker who spent an absolute bloody fortune on courses that have lied to you, and now the trouble is due to cognitive dissonance, not allowing you to accept the fact you've been ripped off for thousands of pounds for a practitioner course and a master practice and an advanced master practice, then some new age title they come up with for another certificate to take more money off you. If somebody taught you properly in the first place what the true keys to mind therapy are, then the fact is you never need to go on any other courses ever again. Now, that sounds contradictory because I've got tons of different courses. Yeah, I was going to ask. And if you buy them separately, yeah, they're only one piece of the jigsaw. But in the context I'm talking, which is these organizations that charge uh, thousands of dollars um, 
to get your certification so that you can then go out there and start treating people. My comparison to that isn't one of my little home study courses. My comparison is a thing I call the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp, mm. which on my website, magicalguru.com, there's a section, Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp. Now that retails at $5,000, but I regularly, I shouldn't really say that, but I regularly, at least six months of the year, not in a row, but intermittently, have it on offer at $497, 90% off. And it categorically comes with this guarantee. And this is a guarantee that sums up what I'm saying about the majority of hypnosis, mind therapy and NLP trainers being full of shit. Because they will not offer you a guarantee like this. The guarantee is that when you study my elite hypnosis bootcamp, firstly, you will never need any other form of video, printed, live, in person, any form of training whatsoever from anyone anywhere in the world ever again on anything to do with hypnosis, NLP, mind therapy techniques, or even marketing your business, which is one of the biggest things that people don't teach you on courses. And ironically, is one of the biggest keys to things working when they do. The yeah. clients already got to have been brainwashed and positive with positive intent, conditioned to be in the right frame of mind for whatever winky-wanky ritualistic seeming process you do to work to its maximum potential when they actually get in front of you, whether that's in person or on Zoom via a video platform. It, re- it really doesn't matter if you've set up the psychological framework right. So I guarantee you'll never need any more training. I also guarantee, because it's about making money as well, and people go, no, you, you can't say that. Well, yeah, you can. Because if you're going to do this as a business, if you're not making money, it means you're not doing any good anyway, because you need to be seeing people to make money, so you need to be seeing people to help them. Um, but it's further than that, you need to be charging a really good fee above average, ideally, because of the perceived value. The more expensive you are, the more likely it is to work for the client. Yeah. So I categorically give a money back guarantee, a full one year, 100% satisfaction money back guarantee on my Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp. It categorically says that if during the 12 months from joining, Okay, in the 12 months following from joining, if you do not make at least 12,000 United States dollars more bottom line profits, that's profit after expenses, not turnover, because turnover is vanity, profit is sanity. At least $12,000 more bottom line profits from your mind therapy business than you did in the previous 12 months before joining the boot camp, you can have 100% of your investment back. And the fact wow. is your investment, at least six months of the year when I've got the 90% thing off, is only $497. I, I, I tell you, you shouldn't be charging less than $400 to see a therapy client. That's the bare minimum you should be charging. Otherwise, you're just joining the rounds of most of those jobbing therapists who are charging uh, in America, like $100, dollars $200 in England. Sadly, believe it or not, charging 60 to 100 pounds sterling. Um, Europe, most are charging about 100 euros. This is about the average at the minute in November 2020. And some are even reducing the prices for online Zoom sessions. No, it's not worth less when you do it on Zoom. If anything, charge a premium for doing it on Zoom because mm. you're offering them the safety of being in their own home during this pandemic. You know, oh, oh, don't, reduce the, don't reduce the price, put the price up. 
Learn about marketing, advertising, publicity, and promotion. The other hypnosis trainers can't teach you that, 99% of them, because the fact is 99% of them don't know how to get regularly on television, on the radio and newspapers and magazines, how to get featured along line, uh, you know, alongside A-list celebrities. You know, I'm in England, and yet I'm the only British hypnotherapist that when they were looking for a load of therapists from around the world, they only picked one British one, me, to be featured alongside Billy Crystal and Robert De Niro in USA Today, which is America's biggest syndicated newspaper. Why did I get that job and not some other British hypnotherapist? Because of the marketing techniques I teach in the boot camp. Somebody else could have done if yeah. you got off their arse and put them into action. That's why I say there's nobody else. Let's upset you then. We can have some real questions. There's nobody on this planet... Quite literally, there's some people who can teach you some of the same stuff, but there's nobody on this planet who can teach you as much as is in my elite hypnosis boot camp, and certainly not for such a ridiculously low price. You can earn your money back with one bloody uh, training session. So anyway, I don't want this to be a pitch fest. My point of that is, they're all talking <laughs> crap to you. They're telling you, oh, you've got to do this technique to treat the client in this way, or you've got to use this technique for this problem, or this technique for this problem. You know what? The technique doesn't make really matter. I teach tons of them in my courses. Yeah, I do, so that you can get comfortable with them. But the real technique is having the confidence, belief, authority, and intent to transmit to the client that you know whatever important seeming ritualistic process you use. And it doesn't matter what that is, you can make it up on the spot. I have done in the past. Um, that delivered with conviction and positive intent and the client buying into it, which by charging a sizable fee, you're advertising, providing social proof that you've you know got success rates with other people, that they're in the right frame of mind for the placebo effect to kick in and more mm. importantly, for them to have a safe environment to let go of all the self-blame, shame, guilt, and regret that they've been carrying around for not getting off their ass and sorting their own head out. Because the truth of the matter is this, and lots of therapists are going to hate this because this takes away from their needing to feel special because they're still stuck in that category that sick mind fraud mentioned, Sigmund Freud, that... Most therapists are searching for answers to their own problems. Well, you know what, sadly? Right. Most therapists are still screwed up in the bloody head and they go on course after course, hoping they're going to find the holy grail to sort their own life out and also to then feel that they're not an imposter when they're dealing with the clients. Because deep down, they actually know it's all bollocks. They know it's all placebo deep down. And what they really need is someone to tell them, yes, it is nonsense. It's an important seeming ritualistic process. So here's some techniques, but you can make your own up as well because I'm actually going to teach you why it works and how it properly works. And then wow. they could have some confidence to go out there and actually do it and not feel like a bloody imposter. And they could actually sort their own lives out to the point where they're charging a bigger fee, they're getting more clients, they're making more money, and they're not sat there with the next client in the back of their mind thinking, Oh, we hope I get some more clients this month so I can afford to pay the mortgage. These are the people who go on about ethics and morals. You know what's unethical? Being sat in front of a client and in the back of your mind, you're consciously supposed to be helping them change their lives for the better. But at the back of your mind, you're worried about how you're going to pay your frigging mortgage that month. You know what? If you fall into that kind of category, if you've got at the end of the month uh, more month left than you've got money, so to speak, 
then actually you're an unethical therapist if you're claiming to help other people. If you're actually mm. any good at what you bloody did, money would not be an issue to you. That's a um, great point. That's a great point about therapists in general. I mean, uh, and it's kind of my issue with it. I mean, it's it's pure cognitive dissonance. Like, mm. how do you ever think about if you're a regular therapist? Like, when is this person actually going to be done with this? Like, they don't really talk about like change work in that way. Um, as in terms of, or at least from what I understand about American. Uh, from from people that study psychology and applied psychology here, like clinical psychology, it is there's never like a and this is the last session you'll have with someone part no, of the course. Well, certainly not, certainly not with psychotherapeutic uh, approaches or counselling. They do maybe go into talking about transference and counter transference, yeah, all that nonsense about you possibly getting too close to your client, falling in love with them or them reflecting it back at you and all that. You know the easy way to avoid that? Become a good therapist to help some sort the bloody problems out in a single session. You're not yeah. going to end up accidentally wanting to shag your client or them wanting to shag you if <laughs> you start out yeah. their fear, phobia, habit or addiction in a single session, which if you know what you're doing, you can without fail. Now, I say without fail, and earlier I said, well, it doesn't work all of the time with all of the people. Well, how do you make sure you get 100% success rate? You don't see the people who are not ready to genuinely change. You mm. charge enough money that the investment they have to make will put them off. I'm not saying that consciously they go, that's too expensive. But if they're not truly ready for change and they're just perhaps listening to their wife go, you know, go, go and stop, see this person, stop smoking or stop drinking yeah. too much. Uh, and they go off, they toddle off to the therapist to shut the wife up. They come away, they relapse, and they go, well, I tried. You can't blame me. Well, that's the key, you see. see. Make it clear you only deal for the vast majority of things with one session. Now, don't get me wrong. If there was a, you know, somebody with severe post-traumatic stress disorder who perhaps, let's take a random example, uh, was a rape victim, I'm not right. going to tell them up front that it's only going to take one session to totally remove all that way that we're feeling because in their head, they're just, they're just not going to consciously accept the idea that that's even feasibly possible. Yeah. But my aim from the moment the client shows up, whether it's online or in person, my aim is to discharge them from the therapeutic um, relationship contract as rapidly as possible ideally within one session. And that can be done even with post-traumatic stress disorder, but sometimes it might take a tiny bit longer. But for habits, fears, addictions, phobias, panic attacks, the stuff that pays the bread and butter for the vast majority of therapists, one session. If you're taking longer than one session, you weren't taught properly. And mm -hmm. if you are taking longer than one session and not getting consistently good results um, in one session, as you should be, then you're not doing it right. You're not charging enough. You're not marketing yourself right because you should be marketing in a manner that the people it won't work on at that time don't end up coming to you in the first place. Right. So they only come to you when they're truly ready because really you do very little as a therapist other than provide an environment and in a context and an excuse for the person to change and permission for the person to change. My example is this. Our imaginary person, Dave, is addicted to cocaine, okay? Uh, well, let's call this my imaginary person, Jonathan. And let's imagine they were regularly on television 
in the early and mid 90s all around the world as uh, Europe's most outrageous hypnotist, but in a former stage name of Alex Leroy. And they went socializing right. with celebrities. And at the time they ended up drinking too much, going to string fellows after they'd done the shows, hanging out with the page free girls, doing the lines of cocaine and living that weird kind of lifestyle. Um, <laughs> now, as it happens, that individual, yes, that was me, yeah, did yeah. wake up one day and go, enough's enough, not doing it. Yeah, I'll still go and party. Yeah, I'll still... No more cocaine. And it was about 97, to be precise, early 1997. I said, hey, that's it. Not having any more. Not touching it. Woke up one day, said to myself, not doing it. And I stopped instantly like that. And it is possible to stop like that. And there were no withdrawal effects, no side effects, because my mind was, that's it. I've stopped. Now, am I saying it was easy? No. But there was only one thing that was hard about it. And that, what is the key to all this? The one thing that was hard that when I was in these places and other people were taking it, it wasn't difficult. I didn't, I, I, it's not that I felt I wanted it. It's that the people would go, Alex, because that was, you know, Alex Leroy, the stage name at the time. Uh, you're not having a line? And I go, no, no thanks. And they go, hmm, you doing it last week? I go, no, I just quit, stopped. These people would actually almost like want to push it on you yeah this isn't just this this examples with cocaine but it happens with people who used to drink a heck of a lot of alcohol and they cut down or stop people who smoke who now don't go outside or go outside but stand there but don't have a cigarette and just talk to me the people go go on have one you know why because those people the environment they feel a threat to their own sense of identity and it's like a signpost to them that it's possible for them to stop if they got off their ass and decided to. But the thing is, they know deep down that all it takes is for them to make a decision and take action. But they know that if they suddenly did that, they have to admit to themselves they could have done that sooner. Mm. Which means they have to admit to themselves it's all their own effing fault, the situation they're currently in. Right, right. So, and that's very painful. So people go, no, and... They end up relapsing. I didn't because my mind was set on it. That was the hard bit. But a lot of therapy clients will come along, okay, if they're not 100% ready for change. Um, let's start from the beginning. Let's go with Dave. Dave, Dave who drinks too much. One morning, Dave wakes up, he goes, right, empties all the alcohol in the house. He goes, I might have a drink at Christmas. That doesn't mean I'm a failure. I might have one on my birthday, even if I want one on Friday when I go out. I can have one but I'll stop when I want to. I don't have to drink every day. I'm not waking up and having a drink. Simple as not doing it. And he decides. And he goes to work that day. And yeah, he looks a bit ropey for a day or two until his body totally reclimatized. But he gets through it. But then he bumps into people. Mm. And he goes, Dave, um, you've been in the pub now for like two hours. And all you've had is um, the strongest thing you've had is a shandy. Normally by now you've had eight pints, three shorts, whatever. What's going on? Dave says, I've stopped drinking. Or at least I've stopped drinking in excess, you know. I've got it under control. And they go, oh, wow, just have one then to celebrate. Because people try pushing it on them. And Dave goes, no, 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 it's okay. And then they say, well, Dave, if it was that bloody simple, why didn't you do it years ago, you flipping idiot? And that's what their family and friends and trusted ones say to them. Why didn't you do it earlier rather than pissing all that money down the drain and damaging your health? And it makes Dave feel bad. Yeah. So what does Dave do to feel better? 
he relapses to prove it wasn't that easy, that it wasn't his fault for not getting off his ass and making the changes before. And he ends up drinking a bit too much and going back to it and everyone goes, ah, we've got Dave back because it's no longer a threat to their identity. Right. Like we talked about before. But the family and friends who it's not a threat to their identity, they stop attacking Dave as Dave perceives it because he started drinking again. And they go, oh, we told you it wasn't that bloody easy. Well, that's how relapses occur. Now, if we create this imaginary scenario where Dave has decided that he wants to stop drinking, but deep down at an unconscious level, maybe, he may not consciously be aware, but part of him says, you can't just stop instantly because people will say, why didn't you do it sooner, you idiot? But deep down, gut feeling, he knows. But he's scared. He doesn't want to do that because he doesn't want to be attacked. So what's he do? He looks around and he asks people. And somebody says, I went to this famous hypnotherapist or Tibetan mind control person or whatever bloody modality it is. And you know what? After one session, all those cravings and desires that I once had in the past, completely gone. Something yeah. I thought would be so difficult to achieve proved itself to be so ridiculously easy. Here's, here's the number. Go and have a look at the website. Dave Toddles Home looks at the website. The website's impressive. There's videos of people, uh, male, female, young, old, um, different nationalities, um, all praising this wonderful therapist, Jonathan Royal. And Dave thinks, mm, if all these people and my friend say that this... And he looks and he goes, that's pricey. From, from 500 pounds, not that it's 500 pounds sterling, which is like about 700 or $750 at the minute. But that's from, he's saying it's, you know, a single session and it's guaranteed. Now in England, to put it in perspective, for most people in England, at least, 500 pounds sterling is probably roughly their take-home pay after tax, national insurance um, and whatnot. And then they've got to pay, you know, when they paid the mortgage, you know. Right. They've got to save up. They've got to make a commitment or they've got to put it on a credit card or something to come and see the therapist or break into the savings. There's some real commitment takes place and that's the key. So they've got a belief factor in the therapist, a real commitment financially. They make the call, they book the session. And then the therapist, especially if it's me or one of my students will go, Okay, Dave, I'm going to send you a questionnaire by your email. That questionnaire must be completed and returned to me through the post. It must be sent to me. Doesn't matter where you are in the world, I don't care. You have to send it signed for delivery so that I've got it guaranteed at least 48 hours before your appointed session time. If I do not have it by then, the simple fact is you will have lost your money because I can't do the session with you unless I've got it at least. You understand? So... Dave has to jump through hoops. There's commitments being made here. And Dave will get this questionnaire and this questionnaire will tell him that the first part, well, all of it has to be completed in handwriting. So he's got to print this out and he might not have a printer, so he might have to email it to somebody to get it printed out. There's more commitment to his therapeutic change process taking place here. Uh, eventually he gets it printed out and he follows the instructions, which are he has to complete the answers in his own handwriting. In block capital letters. Yeah. And some of the questions say this must be completed in blue ink. Some of them say it must be completed in black ink, but he's very clearly stressed that if any of it's done wrong, 
they've lost their money that they've already paid up front to secure the session because 50% of the money was paid up front as a booking deposit. The final balance, the other 50%, is due also in full before the time of the session taking place. as cleared funds. There's real commitment taking place here. The questionnaire comes back to me by the deadline. And then the appointed time comes for the session where we go through the important seeming ritualistic process. One of which, whichever I choose to do that day, frankly, because that way then I don't get bored as the therapist doing Groundhog Day, the same thing every time with every bloody client, which is one of the traps that many people fall into. Um, so I do it so it entertains me as well. So that I'm yeah. giving my best voice tones and feel enthusiastic about it. And the intent is there transmitted to the client because I'm not bored from having done it numerous times already that day, that week. So you're giving the best to the client into yeah. what is a, a two-way pantomime in an unspoken manner. Because then Dave will lie there and go into a deep hypnotic trance. No, he won't, because hypnosis doesn't exist in the way you've been told it does. Uh, and, the, and even when it does, or if it does, if you argue it does, it doesn't matter what level or depth they're going. Really, it doesn't. Because at this point, if they paid the money and they're short for the session, they're cured. Yeah. Whatever you do during that session now is, is ritualistic pantomime. Because the key is now, when they leave your room, where they can leave behind all the self-blame, shame, guilt, and regret for not having got off their ass and done this for themselves previously, which they always could have done. But for the, for the reason they've already explained is why they don't. And that all happens at an unconscious level. Now, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, I would argue it's consciously with more people than would ever care to admit it. But let's just say it's unconscious. Like, yeah, sure. They leave the office. They bump into family members who go, Dave, you're looking well. What's going on? Oh, well, I, my skin looks better because I've not been drinking or I don't smell of tobacco because I've not been... Whatever it is, he points out he's no longer doing it. And they go, wow. Um, wow, you, you did this for years, didn't you? Yeah. And they go, well, why didn't you do it sooner then? Now... That could have been something negative that wounded, that caused the trap to relapse that we spoke about before. But now he's got the perfect um, suit of armour, invisible suit of armour on. I would have if I could have. But it was only when I got told about this wonderful therapist, Jonathan Rollo, went along and, and, and went through this process that if you go on his website, you'll see he's treating celebrities. If it's good enough for them, I thought it's good enough for me. It cost a fortune, but I tell you what, it's worth it. Could I no longer have any craving or desire for that that used to bother me? And they've got the perfect excuse why it doesn't bother them anymore. The perfect reason, the perfect protection yeah. for any negative comments they might get about why didn't you do it sooner? The answer is, I didn't know about Jonathan Royal or Greg Bornstein or the name of your favorite therapist. You can assert right. yourself. That is the truth of why therapy works. It's creating a safe environment for the individual where they're given permission to change, an excuse to change, and they're allowed to leave all that emotional, uh, self-blame, shame, guilt, and regret behind. And yeah, from a therapeutic point of view, I do tend to use rituals that concentrate on helping the individual to increase uh, the way they feel about themselves. Because yeah. every human being on this planet needs to, I'm not saying they necessarily want to, they might consciously say, oh no, that's not me. But it's like a bit like 
Maslow's hierarchy of human needs. This is Royal's hierarchy of human needs. Every human being needs to feel loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished, and valued. Now, they sound very similar, but if you write them down, loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished, and valued, and look in a dictionary at what those words actually mean, whilst at first hearing they sound very much the same, they mean very different things. Some of them apply to self-esteem, some to self-confidence, some to self-image, some to willpower or self-love. Yeah. Collectively between them, law, they make up the makeup or the jigsaw of what is a human being. And if there's any lacking or imbalance in any of those seven main areas, it won't ever be a lacking in one area. It's normally like this one's at 70%, that's at 75, that one's at 40. They're all might be two or three of them. It might be a little imbalance in them all. It's different for everyone. But if there's any imbalance, it will have a knock-on effect on their self-image and or their self-confidence, self-esteem, self-control, aka willpower. And if there's any imbalance in them, that will have a knock-on effect on their feelings of self-worth, mm. self-love, self-respect, and selfishness. Now, selfishness doesn't have to be negative. In this context, I'm actually meaning it in a positive way, but it's been negatively impacted because you've got to be selfish to be selfless. It's like on the aeroplane. If you're there with your kids, if you go for your oxygen mask, if you go to put on the oxygen mask on the kids, you might pass out after putting it on your first son or daughter and then you pass out, the other kids pass out. Whereas if you apparently are selfish and put on your mask first, you're now able to put the mask on all of your children. So you've sometimes got to be selfish to be selfless. So you disagree with the, the airplane announcements? I, no, the airplane announcements is what do, I'm just saying. They say, do, put your do, mask they tell, on first, do they tell you to put help. it on first? They do tell you to put it on first, yeah. right? Now yeah, I'm forgetting. you put yours on first and help your kids next. So, of course, I'm, I'm completely agreeing with them in that well, that's context. Good. I'm saying that therapeutically, sometimes therapist selfishness, negative. No, actually, you've got to be selfish to be selfless. You've got to look after yourself to be able to help others properly because yeah. otherwise it'll eat away and knock an imbalance. So within the ritualistic processes I do, it's very much aimed at helping people to feel as law and feeling doesn't have to be reality. Somebody can feel like they're a failure and yet to everyone else looking from the outside, they're a success in life. Mm. But feelings have no basis in reality. So as long as we can make them feel loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished and valued, they may actually still be a loner in life who keeps themselves to themselves and no, doesn't let people get to know them. But if they feel loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished and valued, then the illusion in their mind, their reality, their perceptions becomes their reality and they are loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished Right. Which will have a positive knock-on effect to help them increase their levels of self-image uh, self-confidence, self-esteem, and self-control, aka willpower, when they're all raised up positively, that has a knock-on effect to increase their self-worth, their self-esteem, their self-love, and will make them more positively selfish so that they attend to themselves in a manner where their mind, body, spirit, soul, whatever new age other crap you want to add into that, 
uh, winky wanky arty farty tree hugging nonsense you want to add on to that you can do <laughs> whatever feels right for them will be right for them to a level where then they can be more selfless as well if they choose to but ultimately they will be better mentally emotionally physically but on every bloody level because they balanced out those key needs right so yeah i do have rituals that concentrate on those needs, which I call complete mind therapy or another approach I call complete unconscious reprogramming of emotional disease and distress, the acronym of which is CURED, which conveniently means people who are in my elite hypnosis bootcamp who qualify in CURED uh, then can display a certificate, practitioner certificate, as a practitioner of complete unconscious reprogramming of emotional disease and distress on their advertising materials and website and legally means they can have the word cured and acronyms thereof on their website, thus circumventing the advertising laws around the world that say you cannot claim to cure people or offer cures or that they can be cured by hypnotherapy. Well, the thing is, lots of people do use that search term, but that is a legal way. If you are a certified practitioner of cured, <laughs> complete unconscious reprogramming of emotional disease and distress and you're offering right. your clients the cure complete unconscious reprogramming of emotions and energies then of course you can make mention of this in your advertising but you think all those things are found. you think complete you think reprogram you think like neuro-linguistic programming uh the thing nonsensically long program uh nonsensically long <laughs> pantomime uh, what about a neuroassociative program, the Tony Robbins one, neuroassociative conditioning? It's, it's it's just another name so we could sell courses uh, and avoid the copyright at the time on NLP. So you're doing the same thing. Anyway. You're doing the same thing, but just because you know it works. Because that's what's interesting about you. Like yeah, you but I also teach my students the truth. On, you know, Richard Bandler right. knows this. I guarantee Bandler, Richard Bandler, if connected to a lie detector, if he would let me connect him to a lie detector, I'm sure he would agree with everything I've said in this interview so far as being the true keys to why all mind therapy works. I, I was guarantee ask about Bandler and your thoughts on him because he's been doing like, I mean, he used to go to one of his seminars and he he talks nested loops. Bandler's but... a great stage. Oh, nested loops. I, you know, you watch seminar videos of me, I'll start a story, go off on one. It's called being bloody dotty. Um, and then you. <laughs> Your mind wanders, yeah. you start something out. Oh, and then what it is, then we'll finish off the first, you know, finish them off backwards at the end until that resolution is there and people feel, thank God, now I know the answer to them all. You know what? Yeah, it's great for public speaking. Keep speaking. Get a new set of teeth. <laughs> public speaking to get people's attention. But you know, therapeutically, all this stuff. Oh, wonderful. We discovered this from Milton Erickson. Milton Erickson is not, well, people go, he's the grandfather of hypnotherapy. Milton I was going to ask, I know you have a, a contribution. Yeah. perverted con man who was actually one of the worst hypnotists on the planet. He took him hours. He brags. He brags about the fact that he could have a conversation with somebody for hours and eventually they're going to trance. Get a life! You talk to, you know, why would you want to anyway? Get what is your evidence that he's a pervert? That he's a perverted con man? In his own publications. I have a, a product out called The Biology of Hypnosis. Uh, which is a sort of an eight-hour training video set. On that training video, I uh, refer to the publications as published by and written by Milton Erickson himself, which contain all the evidence and admissions 
from himself, by himself, published by himself, um, that he's a sick, perverted con man. He was. He took great pleasure and boasted about it, of taking people on psychiatric units and tilting them at a 45 degree angle. So the head was leaning against the wall and feet. So they're in a stress position and leaving them for hours. He found that hilarious, according to his own writings. Um, wow. He, he encouraged women to come to the next sessions in shorter and shorter skirts just to prove that he could. And he argued that this uh, was used with metaphoric language and metaphor and, um, you know, indirect suggestion to then at the end of it, he could draw attention to the client and go, why have you come in progressively with shorter skirts? And she'd go, oh, I didn't know I had. And it would act as like a shock to her system to prove to her she could now be more open with a husband or partner or whatever. No, it's because it was a sick, perverted common. There was absolutely no need to do that. Uh, a normal session, one session treatment approach of confidence boosting and the things I've talked about. Uh, and if the woman really wanted it, enabling her to overcome any pain, you know, PTSD, memories of uh, traumatic sexual experiences in the past, could have all been done in one session. Milton Erickson was right. crap as a therapist. Uh, if you want to see the evidence more, go and get the biology of hypnosis. But if you're going to do that, the sale runs out in about 24 hours and then it's $200. Why spend $200 on that when you can join the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp for $497 at magicalguru.com? Is all this stuff in... <laughs> oh, this guy, you, you are a me... you're a classic pitchman. You really are. Like, I, I want to buy a deck of Svengali cards from you. You know, um... I, I was the highest ever. There's a company called Marvin's Magic Around the World. Uh, so, I've worked uh, for I worked for them for a little bit at oh, Toys right. R Us well, in New York. Magic. I worked for back in 1980, 85, 90, 1990 and 1991. I started when I was 15. I was the youngest ever person they employed wow. at the time. Uh, and by the time I was 16, I held the record for um, wow. And that wasn't even in London. That was in a little crappy town called Bolton in Lancashire, Greater Manchester, England. I sold more, I, not just Svengali decks, but I also sold more in one day uh, than they did in the entire week in the London Hamleys toy store, the big toy store, wow. and the Marvin's wow. Magic concession stand. Wow. If you go on magicalguru.com, my website, click on um, Magical Lectures or the Magic section, you can see the sales reports from Marvin's Magic when I did that. So yeah, I've got a pitching background and it was, but then again, I was born on a circus, you know, so I was performing at the age of three as Flap the Clown. Yeah. I come from a background of Buncombe, of there's a sucker born every minute, which Phidias T. Barnum never said, by the way, he never said that. That's a fallacy in itself. There's a customer born every minute, as Joe Vitale once said. Uh, it's probably more true, but I come from a background of sleight of hand trickery. I've done magic. I've done contacting the dead clairvoyants. And you know what I learned from them all? The what? key to them all is placebo. People need permission to change, uh, an excuse to change. They want an environment where they can feel safe to believe that there's something more. Well, yeah. So that it removes the blame from themselves. All that self-blame, shame, guilt, and regret removed from them. Some people do that through spiritualism and all this. The truth is, Spiritualism's nonsense. Religions, nonsense. Therapies, just placebo and the stuff I've talked about. But that doesn't mean make it worthless. It's worth every penny we charge the client and we should charge a high fee because our time's worthwhile because when we know it's nonsense and apply that ritual in a really yeah. good, strong intent and confident manner, 
then it will make that client feel safer and more able to offload that self-blame, shame, guilt, and regret and leave the office um, with that invisible suit of armor in the manner that I spoke about earlier. So wait a minute. Tell me this then. There, there are a lot of questions you, you, you've brought to my head, but um, let's start with this. Like Richard Bandler and John Grinder, there's a famous story where they would, or they had opened the seminar, like Grinder would be like, everything is hypnosis. And Bandler would be like, there's no such thing as hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, why? I, I've also heard the idea, and it's something that I definitely peddle sometimes, that like every, it's either it's all placebo or it's all hypnosis or is hypnosis the ultimate placebo, but you kind of think it's vice versa. Like you think everything's placebo and the hypnosis is um, under the placebo umbrella. What... Hypnosis just gives a, an extra level to the placebo process. The placebo can what is trigger through tablets or pills. Do you believe, believe in it's belief triggering in... somebody's mind? That's it. Do you think there's but... any magical quality about placebo that people are tapping into? Well, the power of their own mind, but they always had that power themselves. It's just that with our example we gave earlier of why people would relapse, for example, and why the whole process we went through as the therapist would then give them permission to change. Ultimately, people can, there's nothing hypnosis can do that a person can't do for themselves. Mm, I see. That's the same with any holistic medicine or complementary medicine. There's nothing that the person couldn't have done for themselves, ultimately. Yeah. So do you think, like, like, say someone has PTSD? I mean, do you really think there is a... Because, yeah, I mean, Jonathan, like, if you look at what hypnotherapists talk about, they're always like, hypnotherapy is like the one session or multiple session solution to something that could be traumatic for years. And they had to see the hypnotist to do it. I mean, can you imagine a world where people could learn how to undo trauma like that themselves? Do you believe that's possible? Or does someone have to guide them through a process? It's fully possible if the individual believes it is. The trouble is most people, cognitive dissidents, would kick in and they would not be able to accept for themselves that just Mm. making a decision, they could effectively metaphorically flick a switch in their mind or use a simple process like imagining going into a control room in their mind and finding the right switch for what they want to deal with and flicking it the right way. Um, They wouldn't accept that maybe consciously enough to allow it to happen at all levels including unconsciously, subconsciously, call it what you will. These are just labels and tags that someone's made up, they're constructs. Um, so that will get in the way of them allowing it to happen. For the reasons yeah. we said before about the relapse. If the person truly believed enough, if enough authority figures in their life, if people were born, and this is the problem, if people were born into a world where from birth their parents told them and genuinely didn't just say it because they wanted to be good parents. They'd have to believe it so that they were transmitting the intent through body language, voice tone and everything, almost yeah. almost feeling the energy to their ch- child that you can overcome anything by using this technique in your mind. That as long as they transmitted that to their children, the children grew up, and as long as then the teachers that they're told to trust had the same consistent message. And then... Um, the people that they, as they get older, um, you know, politicians have the same message. And all the people that society go, authority figures, people of power, all gave the same consistent message that every individual on this planet 
have the same potential within the realms of common sense, obviously. Somebody with two legs missing is never going to win a marathon as fast as somebody with two legs. They right, may win a right. marathon in a wheelchair or with, um, you know, prosthetics, but there's a, there is going to be a cap to their capability. With those, unless it's an electric-powered wheelchair, it's unlikely they're going to complete the marathon as quick as somebody with two physical legs. There's an element of common sense got to come into this. But generally speaking, everyone has the same potential. The differences are whether or not they believe that and how their upbringing, Sick Mind Fraud talks about it, formative years, zero to seven, he of right. kill your father, fuck your mother thing, Sigmund Freud is. <laughs> um, but it is true, I believe, that that conditioning from zero to seven, I'd say it's probably more till from zero to puberty, actually, a little bit longer, uh, till it's totally cemented in. But if yeah. you were from birth told it's possible to flick this switch in your mind and you believed it, then people will believe that, especially if it was being confirmed by the teachers, their parents, the grandparents, the ones they trust, the ones they uh, are supposed to be authority figures. But no, we're born into a world where society, with the exception of our parents, if we're fortunate, who will tell us they love us uh, and that we're good and we could achieve things, although some people don't even have that, unfortunately. Um, but generally, authority figures will often criticise. You must do better. You're not fulfilling your book. Um, politicians will tell you you're not good enough or things are not possible. Teachers will. Um, we're brought into a world where authority figures are actually to be feared to some degree. Please don't do that. Yeah. The, the whole system is engineered uh, by governments. The word govern means to control, and meant means mind. Government means mind control. We're born into a world of mind control where the global elites oh fully boy. understand what I'm telling you, okay? And that is why they have, for example, in England, the government have a thing they call the behavioral nudge unit. Um, it's called the nudge unit for short, but it's the behavioral uh, department. And that's yeah. linked in with um, uh, a place called the Tavistock Institute of Human Relations. Have, yeah, Tavistock, that's huge. Which stuff. when you investigate them, link back to the Tavistock Hospital, which links back to the MK Ultra mind control experiments that were done shortly after the war when Joseph Mengel, uh, who did the atrocities in Nazi Germany, was smuggled out of Germany to America with some others. That's not a conspiracy. The documents and proof and facts are out there now that he was uh, involved in MK Ultra and related um, other MK projects of trauma-based mind control. And the world we live in from birth to death is a world of purposely engineered trauma-based mind control and psychological disorientation and confusion, purposely created through disinformation, lies, propaganda, and misinformation and distortion of truths through the media who are ultimately controlled by the richer people above them, we're all predominantly controlled by even richer people above them. So when you get to the top of the tree, um, there were people in the shadows you've not even heard of. But I go into details about them in my uh, documentary that's now available free. <laughs> you no, you no longer have to pay for it. We oh, it's and, free. We used to have it for sale on Vimeo and Amazon On Demand. And yeah, you can still buy the DVD on Amazon of Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis. It's time for the sleepwalking zombies to wake up. But um, 
last month we made the decision to release it free on the Glitch in the Code YouTube channel. You can also find it by going on magicalguru.com and clicking where it says Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis. And there's a page full of uh, videos there, but included is the Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis feature film documentary. We made it free because we made this uh, back in 2019. Mm. I started writing it um, well over my decades in this industry, but I had it pretty much completed by 2018 when I met the film producer Richard Alexander Willett of Brick in the Wall Films, started talking about it, and then by the middle of 2019, we went, we made it. And then we released it about September, October time, 2019. So it was all before this global um, You said the issue. word before. <laughs> pandemic. Um, you called yeah, it a pandemic. Occurred. Now, I'm not saying there isn't a real virus. I'm not going to mention that word, word more than once. Otherwise, the videos can get flagged and stuff. Um, but something that is real, possibly. I'm not going to say what's going on. Do, was this created in a was this created in a lab? You think man-made? Ultimately, yeah, uh, it's my personal opinion. It was man-made on purpose. However, even if it wasn't, what is happening is it's being politicalized to enable governments around the world who and people go well. They wouldn't all possibly. They're always arguing. These governments are at war, so there's no way they would cooperate together, is there? and all tell the same lies or distort the truth or hide some facts with a, a joint purposeful outcome. But to those people, I say, you should go and investigate things like Agenda 21. You should go and investigate Agenda 2030. You should go and investigate the Great Global Reset. You should go and investigate the Fourth Industrial Revolution. When you do, be prepared to go down something of a rabbit hole because you will find the fourth industrial revolution and the great global reset, Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 are all mentioned, not just on conspiracy theory websites, but on actual governmental websites because they have got a plan for a great global reset. They have got an Agenda 21 to reach, an Agenda 2030, which is uh, involving in my terms, to depopulate the world by millions of people by 2030. In their terms, it's about helping people with birth control in third world countries, um, encouraging people to have, uh, that's, you know, let's not get into whether there's going to be genocide and murder involved. Let's just say oh it's gosh. all innocent. Let's say it's all innocent and it's about encouraging people to use contraception in third world countries and only to have a limited number of kids and that kind of thing. Ultimately, the end result's still the same, reducing the population by millions by 2030. It's in black and white document. Um, What's the, the goal? Road. What happens if you reduce the population? What are they trying to do, you think? Do you know what? <laughs> I want to know what David Icke is pointing to. You know, he's always like, oh, we're going to we're going into technocracy. They're going to control us with the chips. They're going to reduce the population. I'm going, yeah, but then what happens? Like, what are the rich going to get? that they're How? not getting now. No, no, it's a game. It's they a just game. Like, you just the think they're doing the it for top, them. It's a game. But look, look at it. You know, when you investigate money, money is an illusion. I promise to pay the bear on demand so much value. Um, but yeah, there isn't that much gold in the world. There's because of fractional reserve banking, there's more money lent out than there is actual 
monetary reserves. So yes, they lend invisible right. money out that gets repaid, but that invisible money never existed. So they get richer by getting all... This is why if you shared all the money out in the world, everyone would be apparently super rich, but it's been proven through experiments that it would all trickle back to these people who know the secrets, people who value themselves, people who've been conditioned to feel a sense of entitlement and self-worth. Mm. Um, that is the difference between going to a normal school and going to Eton. It's the brainwashing process you go through of you're worthy, you're entitled to this. You take somebody, right, who's fundamentally a genius in most things, uh, just because they were born that way, but they've gone to public, um, not public, you know, a normal school uh, that people get to go to for free. And they're going with people who are incredibly poor as well. As opposed to a person who's got no particular talents, but just could have who the parents are, the money they've got, the social network ends up going to this well-connected place. This person with no particular talent in life will get way further than this person who's actually got skills, talents, abilities. Mm. It's sad, but that's the way it is. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And it doesn't have to be that way. People believed in themselves enough, had enough confidence collectively. It doesn't work with just one person. It's got to work. This has got to happen on a big scale, but everything's geared. They know this. The global elites know that if everyone woke up had more confidence in themselves, took a step back, stopped listening to so-called authority figures and went, what's in it for them? Followed the money and thought, that person stands to gain power over me. Yeah. Stands to gain a profit or stands to gain a feeling of power. It doesn't have to be a tangible thing. You know, someone with loads of money, quite often the rich people turn to drugs because the money, the thrill they got from earning more money disappears. They start taking drugs. The thrill from that disappears. So they start perverse sexual practices. The thrill from that disappears. So they have to find something else because they want to feel something good. Whereas right. the irony of it is, the true thing is that they've all missed the only way feelings are not reality. They're mm. just what you believe in your mind. And when you learn to control your mind, direct it you can have heaven on earth because heaven and hell are created in your own mind this is why some prisoners of war when tortured got through it came out got on with their lives others have just spent their life with what we now call post-traumatic stress disorder okay um i was gonna say and you never got anywhere what what is the difference because of the state of mind they're able to get into some people could going to a yeah. happy place, so to speak. Others didn't. Did you train your kids? I was going to ask about, you know, I know you have a son. Do you have a, daughter. You have a daughter? You have a daughter. Do you, do you just one daughter? Or? Yeah, well, as far as my way, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Um, so your daughter, uh, do you, have you trained her like this? Like, have you taught her that everything's in her head and she's, like, able to have this, uh, what you described this ability to I feel that she could do anything from birth constantly in any way possible reinforce the message that everyone is capable of almost anything as long as it's within their physical ability wow. or as long as they've got enough money to do it 
But if you haven't got enough money at the time, doesn't mean it's impossible. It just means you've got to save up. Yeah. But yeah, I've always, I've, I've always given the message that you, you've got to entertain. You know, the word impossible, that's a state of mind because the first two letters are I and M. I'm. It's actually saying I'm possible. Mm. Just good other people haven't found a way of doing it yet doesn't mean it's not possible. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I, I advocate, you know, when when baby, uh, when you know, if you want to help your kids when they're a baby, get a plastic spider, perhaps um, a plastic Barbie doll, and an action man because that's man, men and women. So yeah, eight wooden money, um, <laughs> all different things that people might be scared of in life, and put them on a mobile and have that hanging over the crib from an early age so that they're played with and seen as something not to be scared of. Um, and so that. Have you seen this work? Like, have you seen examples where like normally a kid would like s develop some sort of uh, traumatic experience and bring that into adulthood? Like, have you seen your daughter able to deflect a negative emotional experience because of this already? Oh, hell, pra practically on a daily basis. I mean, um, it's like that safety blanket, that shield I spoke about when people believe in themselves enough can flick the switch. My daughter, um, 11 now, but you know, even years ago, she, she, she was going out on stage in front of thousands of people. Wow. Perform and and just, just like it was completely normal. No reason to be scared because what the truth is you think about it logically what's there to be scared about walking out in front of thousands of people and performing what's the absolute worst thing that could happen what they all start booing you yeah so right they, they they don't like what you're doing they don't know you as a human being so it's not you they didn't like it's what you were doing fine everyone's entitled to their own opinion it, you shouldn't let that haunt you for the rest of your life yeah I'd be curious to see what she uh, does with herself. I mean, you know, conditioning somebody that actively um, coming from that belief. I mean, Jonathan, I almost wonder. Well, it's like, not why... conditioning. I hate the word conditioning. Conditioning implies something negative. Um, I, I, I believe it's from a far more positive perspective of just avoiding the negatives mm. that are normally thrown at people from all areas of the life, which is, again, something we illustrate and show in the uh, extreme danger extreme hypnosis documentary yeah well do you think then i mean so if mk ultra happened which their papers oh, did, did. There's, um, no, there's no there's no doubt he did um, and the, what were they I, I mean if if it's all placebo if hypnosis is all placebo then like what do you think what is mind control if it's not hypnosis or suggestion, like how would you define what's happening when somebody is a victim of MKUltra or mind control? It's all the same. It's just to what scale, okay? Through pure normal disorientation and confusion, sending people propaganda messages, disinformation through the media. You can control a large proportion of a population into believing certain things so they will act in certain ways. You see it in the media now. Oh, if somebody hasn't got um, a health reason to not be wearing a mask, then they are Beelzebub. They should be ostracized in society and people are right. you know, dubbing in the neighbors. That's because they've been led to believe that that is what should happen through the media. 
uh, and, the, and the, the lamestream or mainstream media are not reporting the fact that as recently as a couple of weeks ago, a court case occurred. Um, I've forgotten the country off the top of my head. Um, was it Denmark? Was it Denmark? Anyway, that part's irrelevant. The point is you can go and search and find for yourself this is true. In court, the people won their case because they it was found by the judge, by the evidence provided, that there is not enough evidence to prove any statistical value in the use of masks um, in the context, in the context of the way people are being told to wear them and stuff. And also given the fact that 99% of people are not washing them every day or using a new mask every day or replacing them every 90 minutes, which is what the real advice is if you were wanting it to be beneficial. Interesting. So you've got to get your context right. Um, now a little bit further up the la la ladder, it's like, you know, that fear element instilled in life of I've got to do what my boss says, otherwise I could end up skinned uh, and, you know, uh, unemployed. Um, the real other end of the extreme, to get people to do things like going and killing somebody. I was going to ask, them to. Manchurian candidate. Like, yeah, well, then you're going to have to use severe trauma, trauma-based mind control. It's all trauma-based mind control. It's just down here. It's that fear of being nod one out in society if I don't do what everyone else is doing. Here it mm. might be the fear of losing the income that provides the lifestyle you've got. Now at yeah. this end of the scale, to get someone to go and murder somebody and do it in a manner where you blank it out in your mind so you have no conscious recollection of doing it, well, that's trauma at the high level and that um, will involve torture, maybe sexual abuse, um, and maybe hypnosis, so-called hypnosis, but because people believe, it's because people believe the ritual of hypnosis means something, that mm -hmm. the placebo element will work, but actually it's not going to work on its own. Just hypnotizing someone on its own, unlikely to work. Although if you did want to hypnotize somebody to go and kill somebody, you can. Uh, one of my tutors, Delavar, um, worked um, advising military and other people. And in his book, that's in the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp, explains how to do that. But the truth is, you've got to make the person think they're doing something that does not contradict the morals or the values. Delavar, level, your mentor was like training people how to make mentoring candidates? Yeah, one of them, one of my mentors, uh, Delavar, yeah, God and me. In his book, The Hypnotist Bible, he teaches how to yeah. create the Manchurian candidate type approach wow. uh, and a lot of other stuff as well. I mean, in the simplest form, basically, if you take somebody, hypnotize them and regress them to believing and acting as low their sort of six years of age, make them believe and act as low the six years of age playing cowboys and Indians and they're the cowboy and you give them a cap gun uh, in their holster uh, or inside pocket maybe, and tell them that when they see this big bad Indian, show them a photograph of um, a certain person, that when they see that big bad chief Indian, they want to win the game of cowboys and Indians, so they'll shoot them with a the cap gun five times. They yeah. will pull out the gun when they see that person shoot it five times, that will kill the person because it's a real gun. And that person will not think they're doing anything wrong because they believe and they've regressed in their mind, moved to that area where they're acting as law and truly come to the point of believing that they're operating as a six-year-old playing cowboys and Indians and that it's completely within the moral code and value. So how is that? And I just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand your perspective because I've heard it over the years and. Well, um, it's not a perspective. This is reality. <laughs> I'm trying to understand might, your, your, people your might not, 
people not like, like it, the, the, the view, what I'm telling you is the truth. A lot of people might not like it, but there's a reason why, um, you know, in the past, I, I've done stuff that would be deemed illegal in the real world, but <laughs> because it was done for media projects. Yeah, I got to know about uh, that. Um, but into the gray area of being acceptable within the law, giving it legal excuse. And under that legal excuse, I have managed to get people under so-called hypnosis, ritualistic process, the placebo ultimately, but in a manner where through mind manipulation and trickery, I have convinced them to give me their confidential computer passwords, their passcodes to their bank accounts. I'm not on about through mentalism trickery of writing it down. I'm on about through what's your password? Tell me, sleep, you don't remember it now. And using mind manipulation, so that then they forget they've told me. And I've proven this on TV programs. On my website, magicalguru.com, uh, on the television page, there's a video of me doing that on a UK show called The Gadget Show. I've been an advisor. I, I, I'm under certain secrecy, non-disclosure agreements. But what I can say is this. Um, a company called Objective Television Productions in England hmm. for many years was the company that made all of British mind readers, Darren Brown's television shows, as well as a lot of other um, television shows, such as a thing called Rajan and the Evil Hypnotist, which is a show that used a whole bunch of stuff from a, uh, my training DVDs and used them word for word, action for action. And indeed, when people saw Rajan, as a TV show on Channel 4 in England, people contacted the TV company and went, where do we learn how to do this hypnosis stuff? And Objective would recommend people come and study my elite hypnosis bootcamp. Now, wow. I can tell you categorically that um, the people who, who work for that company have bought practically every DVD set I've ever released, have used elements from them, including in Darren Brown's TV shows. And that has been confirmed in front of witnesses by Andy Nyman, who is one of Darren Brown's chief advisors, in front of witnesses at Blackpool Magic Convention a couple of years ago. I didn't even know I was talking in front of... Uh, Andy Nyman, but the wonderful thing is when you're telling the truth, it can never bite you in the ass. And I was bragging about how Darren had used a certain idea of mine in one of his TV shows, and this guy who I didn't recognise said, are you really sure about that? And I went, yeah. On my DVD set, there's no such thing as hypnosis. I talk about turning somebody's watch back, uh, making them think more time's gone than really has, and ultimately that is the embryo of Darren's Total Eclipse routine from one of his TV series. Wow. And, and the guy went, well, yeah, I suppose you've got an argument there. And eventually said his goodbyes and left. And then everyone went, you do know that? How do you know Andy Nyman? I said, well, he's seen all my stuff. And they went, you do know that was Andy. And I, I didn't know. I, I recognised him because he had a beard at the time. And wow. I used to seeing him without, without the beard. The point is they've seen my stuff. And in my DVDs, I do go on about how to do this. And all I'm going to say is, as I said before, Delavar fully explains in his book, How to Create a Manchunian Candidate. And in England, Darren Brown did a show called The Assassin. Yes. And in America, uh, one of my colleagues who I helped promote one of his events in England before when he came over here, a gentleman called Tom Silver through a TV company in America, did, a, did their own version of a Darren Brown's show that was called Brainwashed. Right. And they can be found on YouTube if you go searching. Am I saying are those television trickery or reality? I'm telling you categorically. It can be done for reality in reality. It has been done in reality. Saran, Saran, uh, uh, go and search 
that on Google. He's a prime yeah, example yeah, of it, Bobby, having Bobby been Kennedy. done in reality. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is interesting. So the line between placebo and mind control. To oh, me. placebo can be used to create negative, painful outcomes. It doesn't always have to be. People assume placebo is to do with because of the sugar pill. Take a sugar pill, no yeah. chemicals, and the person gets better if they believe it. Or not. No, 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 no. Um, if they believe. Now, some would argue this is the nocebo effect. Okay? Yeah. And that's, let me explain. The nocebo effect says that if you give somebody a, a, a chemical pill that's supposed to be the chemicals are what are going to help the person. And it's not about placebo. It shouldn't matter whether they believe in it or not. But if they believe, or rather don't believe it's going to work for them, so they believe it won't work for them by consequence, that even yeah. when it's got the chemicals in that apparently have been scientifically proven to help them get better from something, many people can end up remaining ill because they don't believe it's going to work for them. That's the huh. nocebo effect. Now, it's a, a, a thin line between the two, but I, I like to talk a bit more in terms of the placebo, the important seeming ritualistic process. That idea, if people believe you can be hypnotized, do things against your will, then guess what? It's easier what? to make them do things against their will. Especially if you, knowing that that isn't really true, create a scenario where they think they're doing something that's within their morals and values, like I've already spoken about. Interesting. So even when you're, I, I, I mean, okay, regression, you're talking about regressing people to thinking they were a kid, but you just think it's all placebo, like even it's regression. Make it's make believe. All you've got to do is tell if somebody believes that you are an authority figure and experienced therapist enough, and you get them sat in front of you and you say, okay, just close your eyes, no formal hypnotic induction process, no long drawn out process, fastest induction you could ever need on the planet is could ever learn on the planet is and now just close your eyes and just so long as you keep your eyes tightly closed at all times unless i say otherwise then this will prove to be one million percent successful for you and as long as your pre-marketing advertising publicity and promotion were effective enough that the person then made the decision to book a session with you and pay your above average price fee then that is the only induction you need Wow. What about a mind control victim? Like, like you're telling me they have to go through severe trauma before. Oh, no, man, if, if, we're, the majority of the population are mind control victims at the hands of the governments through the wow. disinformation and propaganda in newspapers and media and the lies and the nonsense, you know, when they go to school, the indoctrination process, most of what they get taught isn't of any real mega use in the real world. Yeah. Uh, it's just, teaching them to learn things, remember them and repeat them when the authority figure tells them to, and they get rewarded when they pass an exam. It's learning them to obey authority. It's teaching them to le learn to obey authority figures. That's what education is really about. It's part of the brainwashing process. So when you're making a Manchurian candidate, I mean, it, what it sounds like, Jonathan, I'm, really, I'm trying to, not that I'm trying to advise people on this podcast, how to create like hypno assassins, but for entertainment purposes and intellectual purposes. Um, and I purposely left the odd little bit out here and here and there. <laughs> that's good. Them, if you really wanted to find them out, Lord, they're all inside the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp. <laughs> information, educational purposes only. 
obviously. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, and I also think it's important for people to realize, like, this is how it could happen to you. Like, you're telling me it's sort of like a, it's like an acceleration of disinformation via either sexual assault or, or like, created trauma. It's like, that's de- what I'm- it's to depersonalize an individual. Right. Right. At one end of the scale, a person to achieve their full potential needs to feel loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished and valued. They need to have let go of all that self-blame, shame, guilt and regret in life. They need that good self-image, self-control, self-esteem, self-confidence. They need that self-worth, self-love, self-respect. All those things I talked about earlier in the podcast. If they're all at like 100% positive... um, and they turn off the telly, they don't listen to television news programs, they don't read the newspapers, they don't fall for the bullshit without independently researching things from multiple scenarios, they don't automatically believe that a uniform means somebody's got to be abided by. I'm not saying break the law, what I'm saying is law. Just because someone in a a uniform tells you you've got to do something doesn't necessarily mean that's true. Um, Then... That's as close as you can get to freedom, happiness, calmness, relax, whatnot. Other end of the scale is to, and that's being a person, being themselves, finding yeah. themselves, their true worth. The other end of the scale would be to be depersonalized. So to become one of the sheep, one of the crowd. Gustave Le Bon wrote a book, Extraordinary Popular Delusions and Madness of the Crowds. Massive book, worth reading. You think you're an individual, but when you get around other people, you tend to take on the group think. And yeah. it's explained wonderfully in that. I explain it a lot in the Extreme Danger film as well. Um, but then at the MK Ultra end of things, you sexually abuse somebody whilst causing them extreme pain and trauma. So they become so painful psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, on every level of their being as human being to handle. Yeah. They feel such a sense of shame guilt, regret, how did they have it? And they start to blame themselves. They feel guilty, what did I do wrong? Then they will compartmentalize this and try and block it off and splint, and it splinters off and becomes a split personality. It's how multiple personality disorders are, uh, are formed. Uh, it's, uh, in, in the world of mind control, it's called a different altar. Right. Um, and you can have multiple ones because they might get abused by one person in one way and that creates one altar, one personality. Uh, triggered by a certain keyword or action. Uh, someone else abuses them in a different way. And then they've got themselves, but themselves has got a part missing now. They don't feel whole because some of it's splintered off. Wow. Now, yeah, to get to that degree, you've got to be inflicting pain. What, what that pain and that sexual trauma, the physical trauma, what that's doing is depersonalizing the individual. Um, if you go on magicalguru.com and click on Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis, as well as the free film being there, there's other free videos. And one of them's where I break down the eight steps of cult mind control, how they get you into a cult and keep you there and yeah. how people should escape. And it's, it's, Once you understand that more, you understand how on a lower level, that's what the media are doing by lying to you, manipulating, controlling the narrative. This is really great. Uh, this, I mean, yeah, you explaining that really opened up uh, something in my mind. I've never thought about, you know, mind control as being the other extreme of what happens when a person, yeah, that spectrum of like what 
one session of a therapist or a hypnotherapist should be able to bring you. So you're a totally empowered individual that has empowered, pleasure, laughter, relaxed, confident, feelings of self-worth, all that really good stuff over here, pain, uh, feelings of shame, blame, guilt, regret. Um, Victimhood to the point where complete. Yeah. It's from one extreme to the other. And the global elites in everything they do, try to chip away to depersonalize you so that your life, ideally for them, is taken up um, uh, working at least 40 hours a week for 40 years of your life and then having to retire on 40% of the income as a pension that you couldn't afford to live on in the first place. You never get a chance. You never get a chance to have to be you, to discover you. Wow. Why aren't you, I mean, I know you're training hypnotists, of and and entertainers but like you have a lot of courses about teaching people how to like change others why aren't you just teaching the public like i feel like you could write a book like you know uh paul mckenna has i kind of get shadow banned law because i speak the truth now shadow ban sounds a bit odd but if i bought a certain video which i have done on somebody else's youtube channel we've tried this experiment yeah. You get X amount of thousands of views. I stick it on my channel. It gets a few hundred views at best. On Shadow mm. Band, uh, and it's not a surprise when you look at shareholders of media companies and you look at my history, which you can do on, if you go to uh, magicalguru.com again, but you click on the page that says fake shake, you click yeah. on that or cut to the chase and go to circusofthemind.net. And I explain on the how back in 19, well, the mid 90s, I set out on a quest to expose the media worldwide for the lying, fabricating people who make up fabricated nonsense stories is the majority of what you read or see on TV. And the stuff that does have a grain of truth in is distorted to suit whatever narrative the rich people above them have told them the public need to see and hear. And I went out to expose this. It slightly misfired, landed me in prison for a, a few months. Ironically, 20 years on, I'm in the Court of Appeal still, an ongoing Court of Appeal case that I'm hopeful of winning that will overturn that conviction. It's all, it takes right. forever to explain. It's all explained on that page. What, what it will show you is that I have first-hand experience from il- infiltrating from the inside, which you also see in the Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis documentary, the world media, television, radio, newspapers, magazines, finding out firsthand that the vast majority of it is lies or if it's not lies it's fabricated nonsense or it's highly distorted propaganda with a tiny grain of truth but in a certain manner because the people who own and there's only four or five people own 100 percent of the world's media companies yeah think about that only four or five people and those people while rich in their own right socialize with people who are even richer or more powerful than them who tell them what to do. There is no coincidence that Rupert Murdoch, the media mogul, has always backed the winning horse for decades in terms of who's become the prime minister or um, become the president. Hmm. Because it's part of his his media's brainwashed the public to vote for the person that the, the global elite want in power. Interesting. So wait a minute, wait a minute. But with, with regards to like 
why why are you training hypnotists when you don't really think hypnotists have that much power? Like it's about the people, not about the hypnosis. Because sadly, even people who watch this will still deep down may resonate with them. You know what? Yeah. Some people might be able to get over the cognitive dissonance and go, yeah, if I could just get rid of that self-blame, shame, guilt, and regret, I the sky's the limit. Yeah. But then they start to do something to help themselves and they will self-sabotage on some level for the reasons I mentioned earlier, because there's a, an unwritten, unconscious program in the computer banks that's been built up over years of it can't be that simple to make those changes. Mm. So you still think you need a hypnotist figure no, in society? I, to... I think that a lot of people believe they need that. And because if they think and believe they need that, then it will be easier for them to make those changes just like that. But the truth is, no, they don't. They could do it for themselves. It's just they've got to totally believe with every nerve, fibre, tissue and muscle in their body, from the tips of their toes to the tips of their fingers, that mm. that's all they need to do. If they're able to believe that fully for themselves and exclude these messages they've been told by the media, by so-called authority figures, that apparently that isn't true, then, yeah, they can do it that quick. Or they could just speed it up by going to someone that they would buy into enough, making a financial end commitment, a time commitment, and then offloading all that self-blame, shame, guilt, and regret, leaving it in the therapist's office, and being able to go out there with that invisible suit of armor on and have that safety shield of, hey, I didn't do it before because I hadn't been to see XYZ person. Yeah. You know? um, so why aren't you doing it? I mean, why aren't you doing a course called You Don't Need a Hypnotist? For I've the got, general um, public. Uh, well, I've got a book on Amazon called um, The Perfect You by Jonathan Royal, which is the best self-help book on the planet. I know that sounds yeah. headed, but it's the most honest. It's only about 80 sheets of A4 paper, but it tells you all the kind of stuff. It goes into more depth than what I'm talking about here. Do you think we need it, hypnotists still? Do you think we need more hypnotists out there? Some people do, yeah. Unfortunately, some people have been indoctrinated so much they do need a little helping hand and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think then that for the hypnotist or therapist or whatever name they're going to call themselves to be most effective, they need to be able to make enough money so they're not worrying about paying their mortgage for the reasons I said earlier, so they can give the best to their client. In which case, that's where my training is real different because it concentrates on how to get the clients, how to have mm. them in the right state of mind before they show up so they're genuinely ready for change in the ways I've said. It will teach you techniques that work in one session and you can offer your money back guarantee to your clients because if you advertise in the way I teach in the boot, Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp, they will be cured in one session right. because it's been set up before they even get there. Now you do a lot of you do a lot of great conditioning work. I mean, I know that's why uh, you and Kenton Nepper Kenton Nepper, who's a great mentalist of, mm. and I, I'm a fan of his work as, as someone that uh more as a hobby these days. Kenton is um, a friend, a colleague, and yeah. a genius uh, in the world of mentalism. And what he's done is he's, he's in the world of mentalism and mind reading like Darren Brown stuff, he's applied techniques that come from the world of therapy and but on a deeper level as well um, from like the Native American Indians have a belief system right. called shamanism where there's a lot of symbolism with their power animal journeys and stuff. And there's indirect suggestion through process of metaphors and stuff. And these things, which 
could arguably sound a little bit like, oh, indirect suggestion, symbolism, that sounds a bit like Milton Erickson, that perverted con man we talked about. Well, no, it's better than that because it doesn't take you hours and hours for these things to work. Right, right. You plant a seed when you do it properly and get an almost instant response, but you can also have other little seeds planted in the background and Kenton's uh, a master at doing this as well within um, what he teaches. So those continue growing and get stronger and stronger and enhance the effect of things right. even after you've left that person. Yeah, I mean, he's got like Kentonism and and ways of doing, which I always find interesting because it's like hypnosis already is a placebo and then he's teaching you how to do pseudo hypnosis. Uh, do you see a difference between those or is it all just the same thing? To a large degree, it's down to the state of mind of the person doing it and the state of mind of the individual who it's being done on. Interesting. The on one or both sides. You know, you can use so-called genuine hypnosis and if somebody doesn't believe in it, they might just consciously be playing along because they want their five minutes of fame. Yeah. Or you could use so-called pseudo-hypnotic techniques, but because the person believes you're uh, this wonderful, powerful individual with special powers, they may then convince themselves something genuine has taken place and convince themselves they've genuinely been hypnotized. And arguably, if they believe they've been hypnotized, then they have been hypnotized because hypnosis exists only in the mind of the believer. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, look, people have always, the big debate is, and, and I want people to understand where you're coming from with this so I can also understand it. Um, like if you see a stage hypnosis show and I've heard people be like, no, they're just play acting. And I no tell them, well, no stage hypnotist has ever hypnotized anyone in a life due to the fact there's no such thing as hypnosis for starters. Right. Giving people some suggestions and those people have chosen to take them or not. But the truth is this, at the end of a stage hypnosis show, one of two things happens. The person goes back to the audience and they either say, oh, I can't remember what I did. What happened? And their friends go, you did this, you were hilarious, you were wonderful. And yeah. they get an extra 15 minutes of fame afterwards because the friends are telling them what a star they were, right? Right. In truth, I believe that person genuinely does re remember, actually. They're just an attention-seeking fuckwit who wants more attention. Do, do you think uh, every, stage every stage hypnotist volunteer is going through that? Do you believe that? Really? I believe every stage hypnosis volunteer on the planet is connected to a lie detector properly, the modern day ones that are very accurate, and asked, honestly, you just did it because it felt good getting you 15 minutes of fame and because the hypnotist directed the applause and laughter towards you and you knew you had the perfect excuse of afterwards <laughs> saying, it doesn't matter how embarrassing what I did was, the hypnotist made me do it, I couldn't stop myself. So you think it That's is play acting? Happened. You think it's like the ultimate play? What's the difference between a stage hypnot hypnotist volunteer ah, and a play actor? You're going to get the odd individual who, whilst if connected to a lie detector, if they went, no, I, I, uh, I don't agree with you, would end up showing up as a liar in the context of what I've just said. Um, you could ask them, do you believe you were genuinely hypnotized? And they could say, some of them could say yes and pass the lie detector because they'd convinced themselves and now afterwards to rationalize it, to consciously have to admit to themselves that there was nothing special going on and they did just sort of that sex toy on stage and make themselves look ridiculous. Right, right. Um, for what? 
to feel like they were a star for 15 minutes, but what a sad life they must have had if they felt they needed that. Guess what? That must mean their levels of self-worth and all those things I talked about somewhere are imbalanced. Interesting. So this was some form of therapeutic process for them where they couldn't be blamed for having the 15 minutes of fame because the hypnotist made them do it. But they don't want to admit that, so they will convince themselves that logically they must have only done that because they were hypnotized. Wow. Some of them will. What's the psychology of what happens when someone wakes up and they don't remember it immediately? Are they then convincing themselves that they don't remember it immediately because that's what they're supposed to do? Like what is actually going on in their head? Some of them might think that's what's supposed to happen because I've seen it on TV or films. Others are doing it because uh, at some gut level they know that then people will have to read or feel the need to tell them what they did and go, oh, you were a star. This is what happened. And they're getting further praise and ego boosting and feeling loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished and valued. Yeah. The Oxford Handbook of Hypnosis. Do you think it's complete crap? Yeah. What what, 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 you mean that big red thing like that? I mean, oh, I mean the one with the window, Michael, Mike Nash, Amanda Barnier, Irving Kirsch wrote. 99% of hypnosis books are shite. Even Oxford, you think there's, at only, Ox- there's only there's only ten hypnosis books worth reading on the planet. Honestly, just go I, to magicalguru.com, click on the bit that says hypnosis bookstore, buy those ten books, and you'll know more about hypnosis for stage therapy, mind control for every use of it than anyone else on the planet will ever be able to teach you. However many books they give you, <laughs> three of those books are yours, aren't they? <laughs> All ten of them are published by me. Well, three of them are Delavars. Oh, I was going to say, I also, I know you like, uh, let's see, they call it hypnosis. And, uh, oh, yeah, I like it. But if you could only buy 10 books on the planet, <laughs> they have to be to Jonathan buy... Royals. <laughs> well, no, three of them are Delavars. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you'll learn more from those 10 than you will from all the other books on the planet put together. They definitely have some interesting. I mean, look, <laughs> you, you have definitely, uh, you were one of the first people I came across in my journey through this. And I don't know why the hypnosis trainers have to lie. Um, I'm not going to mention names because some of them are friends on a personal level. And I can, I, that's the thing. I, you know, I like people as human beings and I can like them as human beings, but just go, what the fuck are you doing in terms of what you're doing with your business? What are some of the big uh, lies? Separate them. Well, I'm not going to mention names, but there's at least three famous names in the therapy industry. Yeah. Um, what I'm thinking, um, two of them English, or at least English by birth, one of them uh, American, and actually there's one that's more European, who claim in their adverts that will pop up on social media that by signing up to their online video library, you are gaining access to the world's most comprehensive hypnosis, NLP and mind therapy or whatever related video training library. And that you, you know, it's the best thing you can do and the best value for money. They're all liars. I make you this promise. Go to (laughs) magicalguru.com, click on Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp. Join the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp by entering the discount voucher code, okay, of HYP, N-O-T-I-Z-E. That's hypnotize in block capital letters. Put that in the discount code voucher box and it will reduce the price from $4,997 down to $497 United States dollars. That will give you a lifetime membership to the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp. It'll give you the ability to earn 18 world-class accredited diplomas 
accredited by the International Practitioners of Holistic Medicine. Uh, the Mindcare Organization UK Limited, uh, the United Kingdom Board of Clinical Hypnotherapy, a whole bunch of other associations. Yeah, things you made up to sound good. Not all of them, actually. International really? practitioners, international practitioners of holistic medicine, totally independent from me. Go oh, to wow. iphm.co.uk. United Kingdom Board of Clinical Hypnotherapy, totally independent from me. As are uh, another three of them, completely independent. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that because I know yeah. you've definitely come up with a lot of things. Come that up sound with a lot, but genuine independent accreditation that leads to discounted insurance and wow. perceived credibility. Equal, to an equal level or more so than other courses out there. Further, you will not just be learning from me, the 16 other world-class trainers in the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp, including one of my colleagues, Richard Haggerty, who is a bandler and grinder, um, originally trained by them, NLP master trainer, who then went on and did training with John Overdurf and Julie Silverthorne, the wow. authors of Training Trances. And he has a thing in there called 28 Days to Hypnosis Success, that leads to you earning a diploma in rapid instant change hypnosis, which I guarantee you when you study that will mean you are better able to get better results, more consistently, more rapidly than people who've even done courses with Bandler and Grinder because wow. you learn everything they teach you are worth and more from Richard Agatha. And that's just one tiny element of the boot camp. The point being what set me off on this rant is I guarantee or your money back you cannot find any hypnosis trainer who is alive today, any or NLP trainer, or mind therapy trainer using hypnosis anywhere in the world, male or female, young or old, who can offer you an online library of virtual training materials, videos, audios, books, as well as business building stuff, so that you never have to spend another penny again than me. That's why I offer a 100% satisfaction money back guarantee for one year that also categorically says you will earn at least 12,000 United States dollars more profit wow. from your business in the 12 months from joining the boot camp than you did in the 12 months before. And it will wipe the floor with anything that you spent thousands of dollars on before from people who claim to be teaching you the Holy Grail. Has anybody ever yeah. asked for a refund? I've had one per, uh, sorry, three people uh, um, ask for refunds. Um, one of them, I gave a refund in the end. And the reason was because despite the fact they hadn't studied what they were supposed to have done under the terms of the guarantee, I didn't need to legally give right, them a refund. Right. But I did because uh, it turned out, I'm not going to mention, they had certain learning difficulties. It proved a bit of an issue to them. Right. So fair enough, I helped them out. And I still give them help to this day. It ended up being successful in the end. It just took them a a lot longer than expected. So everybody other, who's gone through this is pretty much, I mean, I'm the other two, the other two people who got a refund. And um, again, I didn't have to in law. Yeah. The one key thing, the one key thing, and you can see on the elite hypnosis bootcamp page on magicalguru.com and you click on before you go and book that discount voucher code in, in block capitals of hypnotize H Y P N O T I Z E. Um, that you have to, actually take action and use at least some of the marketing, advertising, publicity, and promotion techniques taught within the bootcamp and be able to prove that you've actually used some of them, even if that's as simple as taking some of the example uh, blog post, an example social media post, and posting them on your social media and being able to provide screenshots. Are you Which still seeing prove people? You've done it. Yeah. yeah. You are? If they can afford to pay me, yeah. 
Wow. I like to do as little as possible for as much as possible. I have multiple streams of passive income and we teach you that in the bootcamp. So I've got hundreds of products out there that if you bought them individually would cost you over 20,000 United States dollars to buy individually. Here's the thing. Everything I've ever produced over the past 30 years, along with stuff from 15 other world-class trainers, is inside the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp members area. You never have to buy anything again. There's no upsell with me when you join the bootcamp. If you join the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp, you become a member for life. You get access to everything I've ever released, plus stuff from 15 other world-class trainers. And if I release something new yeah. under my copyright, that's the key. Someone pays me to produce something for them. I'm not allowed to share it. But anything I produce new of my own copyright gets put into the bootcamp members area free of charge. There's never an upsell. Once you're in the bootcamp, you never spend a penny with me or anyone else ever again. And you will make more money, guaranteed, or your money back, just as long as you get off your ass and put it into action. Yeah. Yeah, what are these other, so is, is so... Uh... You know these people who are claiming they've got the biggest online libraries? Most yeah. of them are actually members of my boot camp, ironically. Wait, really? Yeah, or if they're not members of the boot camp, they've certainly had a hell of a lot of my products. Wow. And so I can you're... prove that if it needed to in a court of law. I'm not going to mention names now, but I guarantee you this. Anyone who disagrees with that statement wow. in, the con in the full context of what I just said and claimed, I'm more than happy to prove in any court of law, but bear in mind it will then cost you an awful lot of money because you will be, of course. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait just a minute. I will it sounds arrogant, this, but I categorically will claim this. Um, you go on magicalguru.com, you click on the tab that says Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp. Yeah. You scroll down the page and you'll find two links on that page where it says, click here for testimonials from people who've learned hypnotherapy, mind therapy, NLP, et cetera, from Jonathan Lowe. And there's another link that says, click here to see testimonials from people who've taught, who've learned stage hypnosis, street hypnotism, and demonstration hypnosis and group sessions. I guarantee you this, look at them and you'll recognize famous name, television life coaches and hypnotists. You'll recognize people who are filling five-star theaters, cruise liners, uh, who are filling massive seminars, who have got best-selling books around the world. I have taught more people, listen to this, if you can disprove this, I challenge someone to disprove it, okay? I have taught more people around the world who are today successful hypnotherapists or hypnotic mind therapy practitioners than any other living hypnosis trainer. Fact. Wow. Secondly, I've taught more people around the world who are actually successful, that's the key, actually successful stage hypnotist, street hypnotist, or using hypnosis in an entertainment environment combined with magic and mentalism than any other living person. Fact. What do you say to people that say Jonathan Royal has a huge ego? I'm sorry, the trouble is, you know, when you're telling the truth, uh, the evidence backs you up. And that's why you will not find me being taken to court for um, fraudulent, you know, deception, obtaining money by deception, ripping people off by lying to them. But some of these people out there who are claiming to give the world's largest online hypnosis training library, for example, someone wants to report them to the trading standards uh, if they're an English-based hypnotist, then they would fall under that. They could find themselves in hot legal water. Or if someone was to take their online course, let's say you've taken an online course with somebody you know, 
who claims to have given you access to the world's largest online hypnosis members video training area, okay, then do yourself a favor. Go to magicalguru.com, click on where it says Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp, go down, click Apply Voucher Code, enter the word hypnotize, H-Y-P-N-O-T-I-Z-E, hypnotize in one word as block capitals, reduce the price by 90%, bringing it down to uh, just 497 United States dollars. Join the bootcamp, look at what's inside the bootcamp, and try to prove me wrong. Now, when you see for yourself that there are literally, I guarantee, hundreds upon hundreds of hours of videos, audios, and other stuff, more than anyone who comes even remotely close to what we offer, which proves that they are lying and committing fraud in their advertising. At that point, I encourage you to go and commit, uh, to uh, report them to every advertising authority that's relevant in their jurisdiction. Uh, and if need be, report them to the police for obtaining money by deception because it's fraud. Yeah. And then guess what? They'll look inside their members area in the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp and that person who you paid money to before will get done legally and have to refund you every penny with interest. Why haven't you gone after these people? Well, I, I, life's too short. If people out there who've been <laughs> ripped off by people who've lied to them, who have claimed to give them the world's biggest library of stuff when they haven't, or claimed they've taught them the best technique when they haven't, or claimed to have taught them something that's new, well, you know what? That's bullshit. I'll give you one example. And I, I mean, if, this is not for fear of getting sued because you can't sue me. It's true. Um, a guy called Bob Burns in England came up with a thing called the swan. Right. Um, which is this idea of talking to somebody and their hand moves slightly without their conscious awareness to indicate yes or no, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very... And it's well known in the magic mentalism community and therapy community. What very few people know, or the ones that do don't seem to realize, is that I helped Bob bring that to market. Um, I, he doesn't use it now, but I told him that the SWAN should stand for, if he was telling the truth, subconscious wave analytical negation, because what the SWAN is is just a way of bypassing the critical faculty of the brain, and eyes open trance induction. He, he denies that. He says that's not the case, but it is. Um, he, he also claims it's something new and funky, but as I teach in my cured training manual for complete unconscious reprogramming of emotional disease and distress, and I give a picture there from an out of print book on using a pendulum from um, the sort of 1800s, where here is how the pendulum, yeah? So that yeah. invisible bit here is the, if you're watching the video, is the chain or string and the weight of the pendulum. This arm is the table, and the person puts their elbow down, the hand's like that, holding the pendulum. But if you take the pendulum away, we're suddenly in the position the hand is for the swan. It's nothing new except a name and a concept when and a way of training it to make money. Were you, was he in a training course with you? Did you have a phone call? Like, what, how did this conversation oh, happen? Bob, no, Bob, Bob rang me and uh, said, look, you've got so many products out there. How do I bring this idea to market? And I gave him marketing, advertising, publicity and promotion advice free of charge. And then, you know what, ironically, a couple of years ago, he started defaming me on the internet. And uh, when I then pointed out, that's very nice of you, isn't it? You're saying these bad things, but I helped you get that into the marketplace. 
And he then categorically posted stuff saying that I was a liar and that he'd never taken any advice from me. So what I did was, um, I know about GDPR laws, uh, which basically mean I can't share private communications without permission of the right. individual who made the communication. So I posted and said, you are, you are lying. And I have on file all the communications you ever made with me via email before ringing me when you got the advice. And he responded with, you're talking nonsense, you're a liar. If you think you've got that, publish it. So I very quickly got screenshots, as you do, and proved that he'd given me permission under GDPR laws. And then I took copies of the emails and Facebook Messenger um, inbox messages and stuff and published them all. And they can still be found on my Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Alex the Hypnotist. Wow. Or just go to magicalguru.com and click and go and find my profile. Um, but it's Alex the Hypnotist. It's under Alex William Smith, a.k.a. Jonathan Royal. We'll post the link Click on photos, then click on albums, and you'll find one called Proof of Bob Burns Defamation. Bob Burns, the swan proof of defamation of character. Oh, I missed Where he's that. lied yeah, about me and the thing. fact that many of the major names, you know, Anthony Jackwin's been known to say negative things about me in the past. Um, but if you go on my website, magicalguru.com, and click on the button that says um, selfie store, go to my selfie store, selfie.com forward slash Jonathan Royal, and you will see a product there called Hypnotorious Yahoo News Group archive now yahoo news groups come to an end in december this year right we kind of already archived them a bit well i downloaded the entire archive of a couple of decades and it's available as a zip download and anyone who wants it can get it for it's about two dollars because i bought a massive discount on it there's massive information from therapists around the world sharing knowledge galore in there. but what you'll also see is posts from anthony jackweed thanking me for all the advice I've given him in the past when I taught him how to do a handshake induction properly at Blackpool Magic Convention and then everyone witnessed him starting to use that method and it becoming his yeah. default method. Um, and you'll see all the emails where he's uh, thanking me and where he's asking all the other members because he's on his journey of learning many years ago. He, he conveniently forgets that now, but the evidence and proof is there. So many of these famous names in the industry now, the ones that have slagged me off in the past and recently, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, where the evidence is, and it's not breaking data protection laws because the Yahoo group isn't, because by being a member, you agreed that a copyright of all postings became mine. So by being a member, you uh, gave me permission to publish them wherever I want, uh, Anthony, so don't bother going to a solicitor. Um, you're what do you think the criticism, I mean, Jonathan, like really, you know, I've always wanted to dig into this with you because I was on a I lot forgot. Of the, the, the point is I've forgotten more. I've forgotten more about hypnosis and mind control than 99% of them will ever know. <laughs> I've been more successful than most of them, with the exceptions of your likes of Darren Brown and Paul McKenna, who ironically, you name any famous name, right? Real big earners in this industry. Let's go stage hypnosis. Peter Powers. I was first on television with him at the age of 17 in January 1993. Since then, I yeah. have given him advice in certain situations. I've helped him with a smoking project he was doing. I've helped him um, with licensing issues in England. Uh, you know, people come to me for advice. Ken Webster, who's got the longest running hypnosis show in the world, which you'll see on my hypnosisweek.com um, website, where I interview 
hypnotists around the world. Um, well, we didn't get on for many years. We do now. Uh, I've interviewed Ken, one of the best videos on the to go and watch. Um, but when he was putting his mentalism act together, I advised him on it, gave him help. Paul McKenna, when he ran a company called McKenna Breen Limited in London, which is when he was really, his TV series was on in the 90s and stuff. Right. Practically every staff member they employed, almost all of them, and practically every single seminar facilitator they used, all took my correspondence course in complete mind therapy. And in the box where it said, how did you hear about this course? They wrote down, Paul McKenna recommended it to me. Wow. Would Michael Breen also recommend you? I don't know. It, it may you may not. Too well. it, it, wasn't, it wasn't written down on the forms. I can only yeah. tell you what was on those forms. Um, so, you know, that's McKenna. That's um, Andrew Newton, the man who taught Paul McKenna. Uh, the simple fact is his first ever training seminars around the world, I set them up for him in Manchester and Birmingham, England. I promoted him. I taught him how to do seminars properly. Yeah, he has written, he hasn't written some nice stuff about you. I read his book. He doesn't. No, yeah, we, we, we've had legal issues and those legal issues mean that I can't say anything further uh, and won't do anything yeah. that can be said is out there in the public domain. And right, goes right. to the extreme of what I've just said. Um, in the public domain is the simple fact that his first ever hypnosis training seminars were set up and promoted by me uh, in conjunction with the Mind Care Organization UK yeah. um, and Prospect House Publishing. Nobody can deny that. That's why I can say it. Um, you know, when Tom Silver came to England, I helped um, sell tickets for his event. When uh, Richard Nongard and John Saborn came to England, two of the nicest guys you'll ever meet in the hypnosis world, by the way. Um, I was their UK legal advisor, because despite the fact of so, you know, this big craze of street hypnosis, and most people ignoring the fact that it's illegal to do hypnosis randomly on the street in England for entertainment purposes, um, if you have not already applied for a license from the local authority. Yeah. Because the, there's a certain way of doing it where there's loopholes in the law, but even then you've got to be careful because under duty of care laws, you need to be correctly insured. And if you were to use certain loopholes incorrectly, you would invalidate your insurance. The right, way most right. people are teaching street hypnosis in England, and yes, I'm afraid that does include names I've mentioned before, um, is that they're telling people that you don't need a license of the local authority. Well, I've got a website that proves I wrote, I must be the only person who's written to every licensing authority in England, hundreds of them, and got legal confirmation from them, basically, that in yeah. their legal opinion, anyone doing so without a license uh, would be considered breaking the law. And uh, anyone doing so on the street, like you see on these YouTube videos where people are stood on the pavement, near to bloody traffic, where if the person believes they're hypnotized, they might fall over into the road, very dangerous, unethical, immoral. Um, they said they wouldn't grant licenses to those people. Yeah. So these hey. people obviously don't like me because um, I'm pointing out that what they're teaching is quite often immoral, illegal, dangerous, or they're sending out people that are ill-equipped. Yeah. What about, I heard that you tried to shut down Justin Trance when he came over. No, like, I'm not true. That's complete cobblers. Um you were trying to one, shut down his show at a nightclub. No, I told one, that's nonsense. 
uh, that's his version. What happened is he was doing, he was, he had, there was some sort of street hypnotist meetup, and I let the local authority in that area know. And the fact is, the local authority in that area agreed that without having applied for a license, it was illegal to be doing street hypnosis on the street or in the bars around that area. The people involved kept moving from pub to pub to avoid the licensing officials who were out searching for them. The fact is they blatantly went out and then posted stuff on social media that, ha, 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 we managed to do it. So uh, for it, had the, nothing, okay. it had nothing to do with the show he was doing. The fact that the show he was doing was apparently without a license. Well, that's between him, the venue owner, and the local licensing authority. I couldn't care less. But you go out onto the street and into wow. licensed premises doing stuff in a dangerous manner, which it is, largely, whereas a show is in a more controlled environment, totally different, then, yeah, I'm going to do what I can to protect the safety of the general public and this industry. Because I've got a product, as a result of all the nonsense a few years ago, I teamed up with four or five other long-term professional hypnotists and health and safety experts as well, and put together a thing called the Transparency Template. Right, right. 12 hours long, and it is the world's most comprehensive training on health and safety, legal issues, and duty of care issues for stage hypnotists and um, anyone who does group hypnotherapy demonstrations or street hypnotism. If you've not studied the transparency template, I can guarantee you're probably not as safe or as legal as you could be. But don't worry, you don't have to buy it on its own for nearly $135. It comes free inside the Elite Hypnosis Booster. <laughs> hey, you know, one of the other criticisms, well, first of all, I just for the record, for the record, yeah. um, you are saying right now that Justin Trance, like, like if he were to come on this podcast and be like, dispute the things you said, you are saying you did not try to shut down his show. Not sure, no. Wow. The street hypnosis made it up there. Yeah. It's interesting because... The show, it, no. But he is all about... He's I'll all tell about, you this, Law. I can tell you this. Can anyone who's a body language expert, you can contact Chase Hughes, who I've interviewed in the past, Robert Phipps, Kevin Organ, or an independent person I've not spoken to, and they'll tell you that my body language is consistent with what I'm about to say. I did not try and shut down his show. I had no involvement, but after the event, I'm now aware who did try to shut down his show. Oh. Because that person sent me a copy of the letter they sent to the local licensing authority. It had nothing to do with me, and I didn't know until after the event. I was involved wow. in trying to stop the dangerous and illegal street hypnosis activities, but I never denied that part. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, what wait, you know what? Okay. Um, just want to wrap it all together. This has been very informative, Jonathan. Uh you know, oh, this will upset a lot of people. But it does. It means either I am a massive liar right. or they are massive liars. Okay? Because what this interview means is that about 90% or more of hypnotherapy, NLP, and stage hypnosis trainers have lied to you. Or I've lied to you in this interview. It's one or the other. There's no real mid-ground. Hmm. So my challenge is Prove me wrong. Get the boot camp. Prove to me there's someone else with more training materials for stage hypnosis uh, online than me. With more training materials for hypnotherapy, for mind therapy things. Prove to me somebody gives you more marketing, advertising, publicity and promotion training, both for entertainment and therapy. Prove to me somebody gives you more, as they are falsely claiming they do, 
I know you can, because I've looked at these other things and they don't even come close. And as for the other people, it's going to upset them because either I'm lying um, and everything they've always done has been legal and safe, or yeah. I'm telling the truth as the evidence proves that if you go on my website and go on my blog and you search street, is street hypnosis illegal under the 1952 Act, you'll see all the letters from the councils. So yeah. that means those people are lying, not me. To my eternal shame, at one time, I actually tried to help Anthony Jacqueline when he started out, as he's proven with what I said before, to the point where he used a hypnotic coin bending routine idea of mine on his first video set, um, The Manchunian Approach. My name's on the credits, if you look, mm. to my eternal shame. I wish I wasn't involved in it because the rest of the DVD produces people who study it who are, frankly, borderline dangerous. Hmm. Wow. Wow. And you would... And if On the right side, I will say this, Lord. I've heard in the past <laughs> couple of years, credit to people where it's due, I've heard in the past couple of years that Anthony's actually started teaching a reasonable level of health and safety when he's teaching people entertainment hypnosis. Something he didn't do years ago. And I've heard that he actually does tell them to look into the law. Now, he gets around it by saying, I believe, I'm led to believe, that rather right. than going into great depth about what the laws are in different countries, that he goes, do your own research in your own area. It's your own responsibility. Frankly, I think that's a cop-out under duty of care laws. As a trainee, yeah. you should be teaching the student what they need to know, which is why I make sure people I teach stage and treat hypnosis have a copy of the transparency template which no one else anywhere on the planet, nothing comes close. You know, a guy called um, Justin, what's his second name? Is it James? Justin James set up a thing called Safe on Stage, a free yeah. online safety training for stage hypnotists. Because then when you've done that, you can get cheap insurance if you're in America. Guess what? Yeah, it'll get you cheap insurance if you're in America. It doesn't even come close to covering 5% even of what is taught in the transparency template about health and safety. If you just relied on what's on Safe on Stage's website, safety training, and think that makes you safe as a stage hypnotist or street hypnotist, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah. Why? Prove me wrong, Justin James. Honestly, get a copy of the transparency template and prove to me that Safe on Stage teaches you all of the safety stuff that's in the transparency template. You can, I know you can, because I've done the Safe on Stage thing, and it's useful for one purpose only. Getting cheap insurance if you're in America, which is why you set it up. It's not about making people safe. If it was, it would actually cover the stuff that's covered on the transparency template. So you're challenging any hypnotist you've named to prove you wrong on this show. Like you're talking Paul McKenna, Justin Trance, Justin James, Anthony no, in, Jacqueline. In the, in the context of what I've claimed and stated, prove me wrong, they can't. Because what wow. they'd have to do is produce documented evidence that completely contradicts in a court of law as acceptable by a judge, yeah? The written documented evidence or numerous screenshots in the case of the Yahoo group with Anthony Jacquin or the case of numerous emails and Facebook messenger messages from Bob Burns. And there would be phone records if it came down to a legal case. We'd be able to subpoena them from the mobile yeah. phone company proving that he rang me on at least two occasions for a long period of time for the marketing, advertising, publicity, and promotion advice. Uh, in terms of the content, well, yeah, some people get the boot camp and prove it's got less in it than your online training area. But not just, right? 
that means then you're going to go and put a lot of shite in your online members app. No, it's got to actually be quality, like you say on your adverts, that it's the most comprehensive professional training materials. Do it then. Do it. Prove it. You can't. Don't even come close. <laughs> You know, I think Jonathan, I want to, you know. I... And yes, but you know what? There's a reason why I regularly knock 90% off the boot camp. I'll tell you, use the use the discount code H-Y-P-N-O-T-I-Z-E, <laughs> hypnotizing block capital letters to get it all for $497. You And you never have to pay another penny again. And anything you are released, my copyright gets put in there. You know why? And you also learn from 15 other world-class trainers that I paid for the copyright and licenses to be able to put their training materials into the boot camp. So it's not just for me. You know why? Because I want to put the rest of them out of bloody business because what they teach, about 90% of them is crap. And the 10% that actually have had some real-world success with real clients, the ones who don't rely on making money from the courses, who actually have been successful, yeah. you know what? Cream rises to the top they will still earn a bloody good living. <laughs> what, what do you say to people that are going to say, Greg, you had this guest on and he used the entire podcast as a commercial. Excellent. You know what? Um, if, if you're watching, you get yourself on a podcast and you are shy, scared or embarrassed about selling your product, there's only two reasons why that should be the case. Either A, you're embarrassed about selling your product or promoting it because it's shit. And for 90% <laughs> of hypnosis trainers, that's the case. That's another reason right. why they don't like me. Or, or secondly, it's because you've got a severe lack of self-confidence. Because if you truly believed in your product and what you do and what you sell, you owe it to people to make them aware of it. As that's I'm got, doing. Yeah, that's that a that Most of you watching this have been bent over backwards and metaphorically raped by people for hundreds and thousands of dollars, pounds and euros to not even get even 5% of what you'll get in the elite hypnosis bootcamp when you make that intelligent decision to change your life for the better. What about all these people you've had on your show? I mean, you've had uh, uh, Mike Mandel and Stephanie Conkle and, uh, you know, Chase yeah. Hughes. Like, do you, th do you recommend any of their products? Why have you had them on your show? Well, the, the, the products are good. You'll hear me. I openly say None of them yeah. have got, none of them, none of them I've had on my show can offer you an area that's got more training materials covering all the areas I've said to the level and worth of yeah. what I mentioned. None of them can. Even putting all 70 odd of them together that I've had on hypnosis week so far, if they put all their training materials together, it still wouldn't come to the number of hours of video, audios, and everything that's in the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp. Wow. Wow. Now, uh, and, you know, I, I was also going to say, like, do you think that the other thing I, I've read about you, Jonathan, I've always wanted to get cleared up is that people say, like, yeah, his stuff is good, but he over markets it. So the message gets lost. Um, What's their fucking problem? If they think that you need to sort your head out, because you know what, once you bought, once you're a boot camp member, if you go down that route, you know what, the people who say that either A, haven't bought my stuff. B, they, borrowed, or they probably just borrowed it off somebody who looked at it, so hence they can say it's good, but the other market. Because they cross-promote products. But here's the thing. You avoid you avoid that message straight away when you join the boot camp. Because once yeah. you're in the boot camp, there's nothing else to buy. There's no upsell. There's nothing. You'll never be sold anything else. That's the point of the boot camp. It comes with a guarantee. You never need anything else from anyone. And that includes me or any of the other 15 trainers in the boot camp. No other trainer will do that to you. I'll guarantee you that. They'll right. want to sell you one another course in future. Of course they do. 
Right. Because I can already see. I mean, I feel like I've read this before. I feel like, you know, if Anthony Jackwin is listening to this now, like I feel like what might happen or somebody else will we, we'll use like a non-name person. They're like, oh, he just criticized me. Well, we all know that Jonathan Royal just. I'm prepared to go, I'm prepared to come on a podcast with any of these people head to head. I've always said that. But you know what? They haven't got the balls. Oh, that'll be interesting. That would be and no, Anthony Jackwin has blatantly had the opportunity in the past to discuss man to man on a live video or audio podcast on condition that none of it was ever edited out. That's right. My only stipulation that it goes out as is uh, to this, and he can ask me anything he wants live, but I'm allowed to ask him anything I want live. And he has to answer it, agree to answer it in the same way as I'd agree to answer anything. And I guarantee what will happen is there'll only be one person who comes off looking like a dangerous, certainly in the past, dangerous proven liar. And it won't be me. Wow, that's a big... In the context of what we've talked about, which I have to make very clear, which is to do with the dangers and legalities of street hypnotism only. Right. Right. I was going to say, do you feel that, you know, you being this uh, marketer prevents the message that you want to have go out there? Like, does it take away? Don't care less. You just don't, don't care. care. Less. Yeah, the you're very shameless. Is this, once you're in the boot camp, the people who join the boot camp, <laughs> yeah, you're they right. never look back. That's where I get tested. Look at the testimonials that links I told you to, you know, go to the um, magicalguru.com, click on Elite Hypnosis Boot Camp, find the links to the testimonials watch the videos, read the written ones, visit the websites, check the people are real. You'll recognize a lot of them. Some are famous. And um, then you'll, you, you'll see for yourself. It's not just me saying it. No one comes close to teaching the truth like I do or uh, in quantity or quality. Fact. Sorry, it sounds arrogant. Yes, it is, but it's true. Um, <laughs> and the bits that aren't my area of expertise, I've recruited 15 other world-class experts into the bootcamp to teach you those things so that I can guarantee the bootcamp is the biggest, most comprehensive online training area. If you choose to join it um, and never have to pay another penny again to anyone anywhere in the world for any form of training, whether it's for marketing or therapy techniques, then well done you. If you choose not to, you're lost. Your family's lost. You won't make as much money as you could. You won't be as good as you could. But you know what? It won't make a difference to my life, really. Especially right. not if you're using the voucher code Hypnotize. Um, you know, I make more money than that when I go for a poo at the toilet with the products I've got on sale, multiple streams of passive income on the internet. My royalties <laughs> each month from books off Amazon. The new, I've got hundreds of websites. Hundreds. I don't need your money, but I'm not going to give it you all 100% free because right. then you wouldn't attach any value to it. That's right. why at the very least you've got to pay $500, well, $497 to use that uh, discount code hypnotizing block capitals. Um to get your lifetime membership. And well, then you, your yeah. money back guarantee is on the basis that there's a condition that you have to actually get off your ass and take action. I can lead the horse to water, so to speak, but I can't make you bloody drink. Wow. Wow. So, so, so to get back to like one of the earliest points, which is that you have this course called, uh, what is it? It's the esoteric NLP, uh, esoteric, uh, ultimate hypnosis, esoteric NLP hypnosis, advanced level. Like if uh -huh. it's all placebo, are you just teaching people versions of rituals using like is advanced NLP really just advanced rituals? 
or is it something supernatural and energetic? Like, because to me, it sounds like when you say energy, you really just mean it's all placebo. And then you've created an advanced version of the ritual. If, pe if people it. watching this want to believe that, um, there's a thing I call energy surgery talk on the esoteric advanced hypnosis set, which if you buy that set on its own, it's about $177. I mean, why would you do that? and only get 12 hours of video training when you have the world's biggest online platform for just $497, it doesn't make sense. But if you were just to get that on its own, you'll see me have a random stranger where nothing's been set up, come out of the audience, stand at the front, facing away from me. I reach out my hand, I've stood a distance away, and when I move my hand back, that person falls over, and I have yeah. to catch them to stop them falling to the floor. It looks supernatural. It looks like the logical explanation is I paid him, told him in advance to count to a certain number and then drop backwards and I promise I'll catch him, which isn't what happened. He swears blind on video that it isn't what happened because that isn't what happened on the videos I teach you what actually happened. Mm. Am I saying that it's more than just placebo? If you want to believe there's more to it than placebo, then trust me, that more you will learn in the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp. But... <laughs> You're very twisty. I, 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 I'm fascinated by it. But you know uh, what? Energy. Does energy exist? Of course it bloody does. You know, if, if you burn a table, it becomes fire. The wood becomes fire. The fire goes up into the air. It makes ash on the floor, but the, the, the fumes go up into the air and it becomes part of the clouds that then rain down. The rain goes into the soil. The soil grows with the plants. You can never destroy energy. It can only ever change form. That's right. an undeniable fact. That's an undeniable scientific fact. Now, understanding that, you can take that principle and combine it with certain mind manipulation techniques and emotional manipulation techniques to work apparent miracles, yes. If you want to call that energy or paranormal or esoteric, then so be it. That makes you feel good. The key is you'll learn how to do it and be able to do it when you've joined the boot camp. So when you are learning new things and teaching people new things, like your... I mean, that's what I think it is. I feel like you're coming up with new hypno tricks. I'm putting that in quotes, but no, really just the- No, 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 I'm just being honest to people and telling them about the tricks, cons, techniques, strategies, and the real way everything has always worked for thousands of years since man existed on this planet. I've just uncovered them, rediscovered them, or knew about them through my teachers, such as Delavar, who was honest enough to speak the truth rather than wanting to get people to come on course after course after course so they can keep taking money off people. Yeah, so Del Delavar knew it was placebo? Yeah. Interesting. Hey, you know what? One final question to wrap this up, Jonathan. You've been great. I appreciate you going as it's long right. as you have. It's all right. No, no. I mean, this is great. This is really great. I've read, or at least I tried to read because it was a little, uh, I think I did actually kind of go through it. I read Rome, <laughs> Ramblings of a Madman. Yeah. yeah. Ramblings of a Madman, the paranormal, the supernatural reality of all matter revealed, available on Amazon. Ah, I just noticed the time. Apparently, we've been on this for a couple of hours. Yeah, no, no. It's been and really my great. dinner's going to be ready, apparently, at this time. So I am literally going to have to go. So, yeah, go on. Roll. Who, is, who is Tom? Who is T.U. Goff? Is that an actual person? Were you channeling something? I need T. to know. T.U. Goff is genuinely a genuine person. If you go on YouTube, um, on my YouTube channel, Celebrity Hypnotist, uh, search, I'm not sure if you have to search Rome, um, Jonathan Royal or Rome, or you have to put in reality of a madman or whatever, but if you search the things that come to mind, you will find an interview we did on a radio station in America when the book was launched, 
and THU Goth, which is an anagram of thought, that gentleman is on the interview with me answering questions. Wow. Who is this guy? Is he a shop? I'm not at liberty to... Is he in the say. government? Is he... What, why, what, why aren't you at liberty to say? Like, people read Rome, Reality of All Matter, uh, which is available as a paperback on Amazon or the PDFs in the boot camp. Um, then they'll probably start to understand why. Let me yeah. say a lot of the things are not theories. They're more closer to facts than theories. Is there an equivalent that we have in this world? Like, 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 has David Icke ever communicated with like a T you goth or, you know, I mean, like, I'm trying to figure out sort of, uh, it's very, no, it's very I, I, believe, I believe all your great, um, people who are front men have behind them source teachers who want to remain private. What? Will T.U. Goff ever disclose himself? Yeah, unlikely. I doubt it. Are you still in communication with T? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? Okay. That was very weird. Very, very weird. I remember reading that book, and I just thought, this, it, it seems improbable. There's a madman here who who is speaking all this information. Um, was it a mystical circumstance you found this person? Like, like how do we find T.U. Goths? What would you recommend? Well... You, you wouldn't, because you probably wouldn't choose to, well, you might encounter him, but you just wouldn't know that you had, because he wouldn't choose to reveal himself or, or give that information. Why were, you, why were you so lucky? <laughs> why were you so uh, lucky? Because I, you know, I've been on TV a lot, I've been in the media, the, I don't know, the individual clearly felt that I spoke the truth, hypnosis-wise, and that I could be trusted not to twist anything that, they said in regards to what's in that book, uh, the mystical circumstance was that we met in a Northwest licensed premises uh, where we bump into each other now and again over a few beers. Wow. Wow. So many different worlds you tap into, Jonathan Royal. Uh, thank you for uh, speaking your truth. You heard it out there, hypnotist. If you want to challenge it's not my this truth. Guy. It's not my truth. The thing about truth is truth, true truth from an individual is an opinion. Right. That's the perception. The truth I've given you is factually correct as any judge presented with the documented screenshots, documents, or looking at someone's inside members area compared to the boot camp, what yeah. the judge would come to, because he couldn't come to any other decision because the facts speak for themselves as facts. That's the reality that's been shared on this video that looks at a lot of people. Yeah. What about, wait a minute, you you have a book about sex and hypnosis. Are you teaching mm -hmm. people to seduce, to hypnotize women into having sex with them? If you want to believe that, yeah. It is that, is that ethical? It, is that ethical? Does that cross consent lines? Not when uh, anyone who actually reads it sees that in there it clearly goes on about the legal, ethical and moral aspects. And ultimately, it's largely about giving the individual more uh, self-confidence. All the things we talked about at the start of the program. Interesting. If it helps people build those up because then when they've got more confidence, guess what? They become more attractive automatically to the opposite sex or the same sex, if that's your thing. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I I think the thing that's intriguing about you is even with the like, shh, I you're you're clearly you were in the circus, like clearly you are. A, I mean, you were your dad was a clown, right? 
who's a clown. Mm -hmm. You were in the circus. Like you have a very P.T. Barnum-esque approach, at least in my understanding of getting people mm -hmm. drawn in. And then once they see what it is, they're like, oh, that's different than I thought. And perhaps even better than I thought it could be, the reality of it. So oh, they'll, um, find it's a lot, they'll find it's a hell of a lot better when they're drawn in the Elite Hypnosis Boot Camp than anything <laughs> I've been saying. I wanted to get one um, more plug because in. Because otherwise they'll end up getting the money back after 12 months, won't they? If that yeah. wasn't the case. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. If the world bought the Elite Hypnosis Boot Camp, what would you sell next? I wouldn't. There's nothing else to sell. So if everybody Once in the world... Once you're in the Elite Hypnosis Boot Camp, you never need anything else for hypnotherapy, <laughs> stage hypnosis, treat hypnotism. You don't need anything else for mentalism. There's enough to have an entire career as a mentalist mind reader. There's enough in there about fortune telling, tarot reading, and being a psychic consultant. There's everything you need to know about holistic medicine, complementary medicine, all the marketing of it, all the mind therapies. Basically, no, there's, there's nothing else. He'd be I out. I not tell anything else because I haven't got experience in anything else. Folks, everything you can that put I've this had a lifetime of experience in <laughs> yeah. is in the boot camp. Wow. So if there's everybody in the world thought this, you'd be done. You'd be done with your pitching. Yeah. Wow. Folks, if you want Jonathan Royal to stop pitching, you got to buy this course. <laughs> More importantly, the... if you want to improve your life. <laughs> yeah. And now magicalguru.com. We're going to put the links. Um, you know, hey, you said some challenging things. I'm going to do my research. But um, I appreciate you, yeah, fielding all my questions and uh, a very interesting. Like I said, I'll answer anything. And that applies to anyone watching or listening this. I will answer anything. I will happily go head to head on any video or audio, wow. podcast, or interview show with any hypnotist or mind therapist in the world about any subject, whether it's entertainment or therapeutic based. Yeah. And I will answer anything I'm asked of, as long as the individual who's going to be asking me the questions is prepared to answer anything I choose to ask them. You wow. know what? Most people, whoever slagged me off, haven't got the balls to do that. Wow challenge jonathan royal you heard it folks you heard it here first well now he's said it in other videos but you've definitely <laughs> heard it clearly here uh yeah you've been great jonathan thank you so much for coming on open loops yes dude been a pleasure so there you have it that was the open loops podcast uh presented as episode 77 of hypnosis week check out greg's stuff below this video or audio podcast uh, check out more episodes of Hypnosis Week at the links below and be sure to contact me via MagicalGuru.com that's M-A-G-I-C-A-L-G-U-R-U.com when you make that intelligent decision to join the Elite Hypnosis Bootcamp today. Bye for now.